Will we see the magic of the cup flourish once again tonight for Hitchin Town FC? It's been a difficult few games. Three defeats on the bounce out of the FA Cup into the Southern League relegation zone. But the cup can just offer that little bit of magic where you can just dig yourself out of a hole a little bit. That's how we've got to view this game. That's how Hitchin fans will be viewing it for Sydney's a chance for a bit of an upset against the side in the league above them. They're high-flying third at step four, and they've got players who know how to find the back of the net too. So confident that one of them's on the bench. <laughs> how will we get on tonight? We have to wait and see. We've got about 15 minutes until kickoff. And alongside me, to my left today, he's normally to my right, but he's to my left is the way we set up in <coughs> the lovely little St. Neots press box is Marek Ali on it. How do you do, Freddie? Yeah, like you say, usually the right-hand man, but today you're, you're my right-hand man yes. today, yeah. No, wonderful, lovely welcome by the St. Neots um, staff and everybody here, yeah. So They've been so fantastic. They really have, mm. yeah. And a nice little tight ground here as well, and the floodlights are just sort of getting up to their maximum capacity now. It still looks a bit dark, doesn't it? It, I think it does these, look um, a bit dim and gloomy. Yeah, mm. but uh, I'm sure it's, uh, it's all going to warm up in all in good time i thought i just saw callum stead for a minute it's probably got steven <laughs> so there you go that's the hey. floodlight's not quite working yet but we hope they'll find full power we hope pitching will find somewhere near full power tonight too yeah it's have been in their season so far third in the league and flying they beat barton rovers 6-2 not too long ago and we know barton beat hitchin 2-0 in pre-season so yeah, they did. the signs really aren't good uh, for Hitchin, mm. uh, but in terms of their lineup, which will take you through in a minute, I mean, the big talking yep. point is up front, you know, we had defensive problems, but hey. Kieran Jones um, drops to the bench tonight, but Absolutely. up front remains the problem. Yeah, and uh, and like a little birdie has told me, should we say what the little birdie has said? We can say what you we said. can say what yes. the little birdie said. Well, we've been asking for it for a, for a couple of weeks now. Actually, yes. um, the man himself, Luke Brown, is going to be taking the uh, command of the front line, mm. um, and I think it's a, I think that's a great decision, really, considering the uh, current situation of the boys. Yeah, well, uh, it looks like that anyway. Luke Brown taking the number 10 shirt to Silva uh, is 9. Kai Teal, 11. You might well see some kind of 3 4 one, two with Kai Teal in behind mm -hmm. uh, Luke Brown uh, and Rio de Silva and the role of the wing-backs, of course, providing that width as well, something they were unable to do yeah. on Saturday. But it looks like a positive move. Henry Sneed dropping to the bench, and it was a, yeah. a decision. You, you can't blame Mark Burke for one bit, Absolutely to be not. No, I mean, you know I, you know, I quite like Henry Sneed, and I want him to do well. He's a hard-working boy. Mm. Um, but he just he just ain't found his feet. I mean, when Steady was up there with him, um, he had somebody to play off and, and work with. But since Stead's gone, he's just um, he's looked a bit lost, if I'm honest. So uh, yeah, stick him on the bench and uh, and bring him on later for an impact. We'll take you through the teams just before the Tanoi does here, so we don't clash at the same time. For Sydney, it's one George Whitehall, two Harvey Steele, uh, three Aaron Smith, four Miles Cowling, five Winford Marfo, six Mamadou Job, uh, seven Kwai Marsh Brown, eight Ayub uh, Kadiri. Uh, 9, Neo Richard Knoll, uh, 10, Joe Sutton and 11, Jake Battersby on the bench, 13, Louis Chadwick, uh, 14, Joseph Ryder, 15, Brendan Shabani, 16, Julinho Gomez and 17, Ryan Thomas for the Canaries then. Charlie Horlock starts in goal. Number two, Daniel Akabuin. Three, Alex Brown. Four, Ryan Smith. Five, Dan Webb. Six, Laurie Marsh. Seven, Lewis Barker. Eight, Josh Goldie-Hot-Stevens. Nine, Rio de Silva. Uh, ten, Luke Brown. Eleven, Kai Teal on the bench. Uh, Kieran Jones and Henry Sneed dropping to the dugout uh, with Malachi Black, Stan Georgiou and Elijah Gordon-Douglas joining them. Well, it might well be back to a conventional back four with Kieran Jones dropping to the bench. Lewis Barker coming in. Well, let's hope so, eh? I think so, because I just think we're, we're, more, uh, we're more sort of... Um, What's the word? We we used to for back four, I think, you know, and uh, and we certainly play better as a back four. I think with the, with the back five that we tried to play against Starbridge, it just didn't really work for us, did it? 
Well, it looks like it's going to be that four of Alex Brown, uh, Dan Webb, uh, Laurie Marsh and Dan Ackerbeen because there isn't really another centre-back option on there. And it's a it's a stronger midfield, isn't it, when you've got Ryan Smith, Josh Coldicott-Stevens, Lewis Barker in there. And with Kai Till, maybe we're looking at another 4-4-2 diamond, actually. That kind of formation that works so well in that away win over Biggleswade in the Cup. Yeah, I mean, um, that, that could definitely be a possibility there, Freddie. Um, again, you know, it's just... I'm just glad to see that, 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 that the boys are pushing... Um, the boys are pushing uh, Luke Brown forward. Yeah, sorry, a bit of paperwork falling down there. Yeah, the and door's just been shut and the, <laughs> the clipboard's gone flying. But uh, yeah. the Tanoi, we haven't caught his name, but he's been incredibly welcoming, not just because he's a gooner he and a gooner. he's allowed us into uh, his press box. He's gone outside to do the... Uh, to do the t the teams braving the rain a little bit, but thank goodness for this press box, eh? Oh, mate, I'll tell you, it's absolutely brass monkeys out there, it really yes. is. And even <laughs> with the door closed, you're getting a little bit warm, but I mean, yeah. the listeners at the moment need to know about your food situation and how you're keeping warm. You've they gone do, yeah. back to basics, proper <laughs> football food. Proper football food, I have to, yeah, so if you can hear some munch, munch, munch and slurping going on, <laughs> I'm really not sorry at all, because these are delicious, I'll tell you what. Mm. They got a little bit of a beating last time for their, for their chips because they were cold and, you know what I mean, it was just a it weren't very good but they pulled out the stops today they've got a curry sauce and I've gone right I'm having chips with curry sauce oh, so let's see let's see how they, they smell turn unbelievable out. Mate, they you. taste unbelievable well done well done to Sydney it's definitely going up in my ratings now Bob, with this Bob as well uh, no, Bob, no, it's not Bob's coffee, actually. Oh, there we go. Oh, coffee. I thought, I thought you'd gone properly football food, but halfway there. But, yeah, I'm going to be running off at half-time anyway to join you uh, in, in the chips and curry sauce. Oh, these are very good. You'll try very and get good. them down you before the game kicks off anyway. But <laughs> I will. That might be a little incentive for Hitchin to go mm. and get a result here if they can be rewarded with some chips and curry sauce afterwards. They're warming up at the moment, then. Yes. Uh, and, well, St. Neots. Yeah, man. Uh, a one-all draw away at Harlow Town in the league on Saturday. I mean, if you look at step four below the Southern League Premier Division 1 Central, mm -hmm. you've got the likes of Biggleswade FC, who are down towards the yep. bottom of the league, Bedford Town, yep. uh, Barton Rovers, Lucas Kirkpatrick playing for Burkham said they're yep. uh, topping the table at the moment. I mean, that's such a competitive division. And, mm. you know, as St. Neots flying at the top, they're... Mm. They're going to be a really good opposition. Yeah, I mean, this is, this is um, excuse me, this is, this is, you've got our work cut out for us, you know, we're up mm. against the tier, if you, if you imagine we're bottom of the tier three and they're top of tier four, there's very little difference in that, mate, I'm telling mm. you, and, uh, and we need to be, uh, we need to be on top of our game, but I'm pleased, I'm pleased with the formation, um, if indeed it is uh, what you say it is, uh, and I'm certainly pleased with the selection as well, so, you know, I'm, yeah, behind Hitchin, of course, you know. Well, the Saints were relegated from the Premier Central uh, in 2018-19, since been playing their football at the league below, of course, but yeah. COVID halting their recent promotion pushes. You imagine that'll be the aim this season, but such a competitive league as well. And yeah. any cup game against the league below, actually, you're, gonna, you know, you're not going to take a pinch of salt whatsoever. You've got to go for it. You've got to treat it like a league game. Well, of course. I mean, uh, and especially if, if I mean, if you're uh, if you're the St. Neots manager, you're looking at this and you're thinking, well, this is a game we can win. Hitchin's away form has been a abysmal to yes. say the least and um and and our home film has been banging mm. you know we've got people we've got two strikers out there that certainly know where the back of the net is with uh, 16 goals between them in eight games uh you know we charlie orlock's going to be a busy man tonight well hitchin will be relieved to see joe Ryder uh, drop to the bench what a season he's had so mm. far scored two hat tricks already 11 goals in nine league games four of them penalties but Don't he's matter. been finding the back of the net established that partnership with neo uh, richard noel and i mean dropping i suppose they've got a rest him haven't they at some point and they've seen this as the opportunity but you'd like to think we'll be getting a bit of him from the bench later on 
I think we'll definitely be seeing him from the bench later on. I think it's um, I think it could well be a, a tactical decision where he's he's thinking, well, let's see how it goes, and then if we get ourselves in a little spot of trouble, we've got a cannon to bring on. Well, there's some great music being played today. I can tell you got the jam on at the moment. We have some Shaka Khan earlier. Yeah, we were both I love Shaka Khan, mate. A great, a great welcome. Here. I used to fancy her when I was at school, <laughs> <laughs> along, long, along with about long. three million other kids. How <laughs> <laughs> times have changed now, I suppose. And mm. Yeah, well, that was a, that was a while ago now, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, thanks for that, Freddie. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Anyway, as you say, Hitch's last in on the road a month ago today against Biggleswade Town, exactly a month ago yeah. in the FA Cup first qualifying round. So today the Canaries travelling to another local rival uh, in the early stages of another cup competition. And yeah, yeah. We've seen the FA Cup distract almost from poor form in recent league seasons, and I suppose the League Cup can serve that same purpose. Um, yeah, I suppose it can really. I mean, it again, Freddie. I mean, this is a, this is a game that you know Hitching have got to sort of start sorting themselves out, and it's a game where they, with respect, to, the utmost respect to certainly, it's it's a game where we can afford to experiment. And like mm. I say, they've we've pushed Brownie forward down. I think that's going to be a good a good decision there. Uh, I really mm. do. Like we've been calling it's, for it. I suppose it's experimentation, but mm. making the team stronger at the same time. So it's not like we we you know we're really changing the side around. They're changing no. it for the better. Yeah, I think so. And, uh, and, and you know, you, you can take chances, but you mm. can't take too many chances against this side. You know, like I said, they're banging form. We talked plenty about the Stourbridge defeat on the latest Canary Club podcast. You can hear that <laughs> wherever you get your podcast. And I suppose on. We'll, we'll talk a, a little bit about it now. You know, losing that Chesant game, that was we thought that was the worst performance of the season, but mm. Stourbridge was up there too. Yeah, I think it's, um, although not quite as bad, because, uh, I mean... Chesson, they just didn't look like they wanted it, but at mm. least against Stalbridge, they kind of thought, yeah, we're up for this, and then we go a goal behind, and, and it just starts started to collapse. Um, mm. Again, let's let's just see if they can sort of get them morality the morality up a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? And because uh, they must be feeling terrible and stuff. But listen, boys, if you're listening to this or if you've got this tuned in, we're behind you, man. We're the fans. We get upset, of course we do, like you do when you lose. But mm. uh, we're still behind you, two hundred percent. They're over there doing some shooting drills. At the moment, there's been some mixed results over there in terms of our search for the next striker. Let's see what Kieran Jones has got here. He's lining up a, a quick <laughs> free kick in that pink bib. There we go. That's a, Technic def that's a defender's Technic free kick. Technique looked okay at first, but it was always rising <laughs> over the crossbar. So <laughs> we're in the search for the next striker. And I suppose the first 10 minutes of this game could be really crucial. You've got you know, one side who's playing this lovely attacking football, the other side who cannot find the back of the net. So mm. you know, the first goal could be absolutely vital if Hitching can, can find the net at all You know, at some stage. Yeah, no, we've, it's been it's been something that's eluded us for a, a little while, you know, finding the net. Um, we've only found it by... Uh, mm. Um, set piece play penalties or anything like that um, our our normal run of players has, has been very fruitless mm. uh, in that re regard there so um, but I I really think you know if this is indeed the case if they're pushing Luke Brown forward I really think this is a great decision uh, from the managerial team now and we'll just see what goes on behind him mean, he might be up front with with De Silva mm. um, which again is, is going to cause problems with De Silva's pace mm. well if we treat it as a midfield four in one way or another you've got Ryan Smith uh, Lewis Barker returning, Josh Cody got mm. Stevens, and then you'd imagine Kai Tien in front of them. Lewis Barker, we haven't seen much of him in in this season and pre-season no. as well because of injury problems, but that's the sort of fighter you want in your team, someone who's going to get stuck in with no hesitation. No, yeah, you want somebody, to get, especially in the middle of the park, that's going to be fighting to win that ball and, and put a bit of a bit of aggression in there, you know, mm. to, to quote a, a Japanese phrase, you need some Kintamar out there. <laughs> 
Well, let's hope Lewis Barker can bring a bit of that. Josh Coley got Stevens, a former uh, uh, St. Neitz player as well, a short loan spell here uh, a few years ago. And Luke Brown spent some time uh, at the Premier Plus Stadium too after returning from America before uh, joining Soham Town. I mean, even if it's those short little spells, you didn't get much of a run out. It still means something, you know, returning to a former side. Well, I would, I would think so. I mean, any any club that you sort of had a little bit of a of, of, a, of a spell at is. Um, you know, you're going to have a little bit of heartfelt uh, consideration for them, but also you're, you're going to want to score against them as well. That's the whole point, you know, to say, well, look, here you go. Mm. You had me once and uh, here I am now putting you to the sword. Well, uh, how's this for a step? The last game uh, Hitchin played in the uh, Southern League Cup was a 5-0 defeat to Welling Garden City. And that was really <laughs> the match where, where Callum Stead made his mark. That, that was, was the was game that say, basically was, that was where we signed him. I think he got a hat-trick of assists and he scored. Mm. And see we know he's gone on to now but yeah. um, the Southern League Cup not played last season because of Covid they simply yeah. couldn't fit it in and it would have been pointless trying it anyway um, so we're back with the competition today but he should have had much luck in it in recent years they did win it though uh, in 2018 so have a little bit of pedigree they've won hello. it twice and the sides are out in the field now here they come yep yeah, um, hitching in the in the uh, new purple I call it purple but I guess it's a kind of a a pink sort of purple, almost like mm. if you played Monopoly, it's, it's the like Pall Mall, Northumberland it? Park. Yeah, it's that kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Purples are good, aren't they? Pretty good on Monopoly. You want to be up, up and around there? Yeah, they're not bad ones to to. Uh, to I played Monopoly for years, actually. <laughs> I used to be quite horrible. It's always at forbidden it. in my house with my brother's There's ability. So yeah, we try and steer clear of it. Anyway, the sides on the field serenaded by the tones of Fat Boy Slim, a great song to be coming out to. Really gets the the anticipation up from the crowd and from the players too, as you say, hitching in that purple kit. St. Neots in a nice uh, chessboard, I guess, mm. um, pattern of the light blue and dark blue. And they don't often vary from the script in their What's that, Wickham uh, Wanderers, kits. isn't it? Is it, that... it? Very similar to Wickham Wanderers, yeah. If you're listening at home, if you are listening at home, make sure to get in touch. You can tweet both of us. You can tweet at Hitchintown FC too. Uh, and obviously, obviously on our HCFC radio page. Make sure to get a comment on there too. So mm. the sides running around post-match warm-ups now. Pre-match warm-ups, sorry. It's mm. going to be a cold one, going to be a rainy one. And that's the season we're in now. It was, oh, it was torrential on Saturday, wasn't it? Not quite as bad Horrendous. today. No, it's not quite as bad. It is slippery out there, though. I, mean, mm. I did, did take a little stumble on my way back from the <laughs> from Don't the want to drop those chips. Don't want to drop the chips. Hitching boys getting themselves in a, in a little uniform huddle, which mm. is nice, you know. Yeah, it is. And they know this is a big game. Midweek cup tie. They go away to Hensford on Saturday before we welcome Colville Certainly. to top field. The Colville game will be live on HDFC Radio. I think the Hensford one is the longest away trip of the season. So mm. we are going to give that a miss. But as I we say, so. we promise you a few more away trips. Because this is when we took the train down. A few stops from Hitchin. And what a convenient place ground this one is. Right next to the train station. Yeah, it's it literally was. a two-minute walk. And, and you're there. Yeah, no, brilliant as, as, as well. And we, and we did actually pass an emergency fish and chip shop as well just in case Tesco sort of, you extra know, fish and Tesco chips extra. what a ground this is eh? <laughs> yeah they've got everything in within a within a stone's throw so um, mm. uh, like I say if it all went wrong at the uh, chip bar which it certainly didn't mm. um, we was going to stop off on the way home chip but, review uh, coming just before the second half by oh the way yes. uh, Sydney is looking to improve I think they scored six when we were here in pre-season last year that game was a 1-0 win for Hitchin but mm. in a pre-season where they won out 8 out of 8 and scored about 22 goals it was actually mm. Hitchin's toughest game if you remember yeah, no, I do remember. Remember it very well. So Kai Teal, in fact, to kick us off here. It's normally Luke Brown, but maybe a little 
change of fortunes with Teal taking it. We're in the press box up here. There's, of course, the window, so you're not going to get the natural crowd atmosphere. We're not going to risk the mic sticking that out into the rain today. Uh, so if we sound a little bit like we're in a studio watching on telly, we are here. But Pretty much. Luckily... We are in the press box. Pipe man's looking up enviously, but he's not allowed in here anyway. No, not with that pipe. <laughs> Kai Teal to kick us off then in this Southern League Cup tie at St. Neers. The first round proper. Both sides didn't have to play uh, in the preliminary round and they'll get the, their run underway here. I presume we we're straight to penalties, but that's a long way away now. I haven't heard any talk of that. So Cody Cut-Stevens playing wide into Alex Brown. He's got three goals this season, all three from the penalty spot <laughs> as well. And they've been very useful goals too, even if the rest of the side hasn't been able to build on them. He plays back to Charlie Horlock in a nice orange shirt. And the floodlights have certainly powered on a little bit more now as Dan Ackerween plays back into Dan Webb. And I guess now is seeing how Hitchin will shape up. It's certainly a four. Uh, at the back, and yeah. then it's good. I imagine it's Luke Brown and Rio de Silva up front now, playing Looks it like it, a yeah. little wide of de Silva more through the middle. But they're both going to be coming centrally at times. And now St. Neer's playing the ball wide, just over on their right hand side, back there with Winford Marfo, who exchanges passes. We'll try to play this one up the line, which he does. Hitch impressing though, one oh, back by no. Ryan Smith here inside the first minute. Lewis Barker playing wide to de Silva. Go on, de Silva, Hitchin. take him on. Looking to grab an early goal, Rio de Silva shoots and it bounces a few times actually. Uh, Rio was offside, uh, but the goalie made an easy save. Yeah, but nice to, nice to see Itchin on the front foot. It is a 4 4 2 diamond that they're playing yes. by the looks of things. Um, <clears throat> so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased with that. Yeah, you've got to start well in these cup games, you certainly have. And if you allow yourselves to get bogged down and see it needs to get into the game early on, if they can grab the first goal, it can be. A tough night for Hitchin. Well, They've got to it. stay in this game and try and get that first goal. They've Absolutely. Got a fairly high line at the moment. I think they might have caught the player offside now. Is Rio de Silva, who's come out to the left. And uh, there you go. Luke Brown playing through the middle. And they try and find him with his app brother Alex playing it through. There now, we go. Luke, he is offside, he is offside as he runs into the box. Just off. He dinks on over the goalkeeper onto the top of the netting anyway. But well, that's nice to see that, actually, because I don't think we've seen anyone try and sort of chip the keeper and yes. love the keeper, have we? Well, but you've uh, got that little license when you're offside and you know it, don't you? but yeah. uh, he went for something special anyway but mm. against one of his former sides I see someone with an Arsenal shirt they'll keep you up to date with the Women's Champions League scores tonight Arsenal in action against the holders of the competition probably the best team in the world right now in women's football oh, Barcelona yeah. that kicks off in about 12 minutes time and we, what a game that'll be well we've got our new Japanese striker haven't we so Iwabuchi yes what a midfielder she has scored a lovely goal on Saturday against Aston Villa, I was there watching a uh, take apart Tottenham too, which was a, a pleasure to see. Here's Harvey <laughs> Steele down the right-hand side, crossing Great one ball. in. Charlie Hall, thinks oh. about coming, gets nowhere near it, and Richard Noel heads over the crossbar, and he was actually all on his own. He was put under pressure by... Charlie Horlock running off his goal, but mm. it was a free header. Yeah, pretty much a free header in the box there, and he'll be disappointed with that, just uh, clipping it over the top of the bar. Well, the heater's on here. Wow, we are being looked after. We are. <laughs> <laughs> heater on, coffee out. Not sure the heater's been used for a while, though, by the smell of it, as Cody got Stevens plays forward. Looking to progress the ball upfield, but it can be headed back down now into uh, Joe Sutton, making one of his only starts of the season, as Charlie Horlock can clear up long. Looking for uh, Kai Teal, as now Cody got Stevens, along into uh, Alex Brown, who's sat on that left of the back four. I can... Hardly recall a game in which he hasn't started since he joined the club, actually. No, nor can I. I think he's, he has. He's started everyone mm. since he's joined. And uh, li literally just slotted straight in there after we lost uh, Edie. Mm. 
done such a good job and not just for those penalties as well. Here's the throw in. Dan Webb heads up in the air. Dan Ackerbeen over there too on the right hand side. Hitchin kicking from right to left in front of us. Looking towards the dugouts from uh, the media box up here. The train station on that far side as well. Right next to the ground pretty much. And you can hear the trains rumble by. There's Aaron Smith will take the throw in uh, for the Saints. It's nil-nil in the early stages. Just less than four minutes have been played. And they'll try and spread the ball across here out onto the right for Harvey Steele. He barely talked about the fact it's a fairly local derby. The team's to be drawn against in the cup. And that always adds a little incentive too. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's it, like you say, it's a strange one to have, uh, have a team so sort of close that's mm. only a few minutes train ride away, but uh, that's just going to turn the heat up in my book. Ryan Swift gives the ball away here. I thought they'd overrun it that he have. The line's <laughs> yeah, in a bit yeah. late flagging uh, as Alex Brown could play back into Laurie Marsh, who's starting at centre-back in a back four today. If you are just joining us, that's the news. Lewis Barker and Kieran Jones coming into the side, as is Kai Teal. He picks up the ball now and... Tries to move wide into Ackerby and he's got a bit more space than he had on Saturday and he's going to try and get forward with it but his pass is poor and can be cut out easily enough by Jake Battersby and uh, St. Neert's trying to progress it now in there. Blue check shirts with another good tackle from Dan Ackerbeen. That ball's gone out off of St. Neert's man and Luke Brown will take the throw and trying to play into nice Kai Till quick. quickly. Oh it was caught from behind and is fouled. There we go. We've got a little bit of an opportunity here. The ball, the free kick's going to be taken halfway into the St. Neert's Half over on the far side from us. And, um, yeah, an opportunity for Hitchin maybe to cause a bit of trouble. Teal and Ryan Smith looking to take it. I don't think Smith will do, but he's going to mm. stand over there offering that left-footed option. Nil-nil in the fifth minute then uh, here at the Premier Plus Stadium, the home of St. Neitz. And you'll have... Uh, there's an Astro pitch opposite here as well, uh, behind us, which will host Cambridge United. Uh, woman and some Cambridge youth sides, near youth size too. There's always plenty of football going on here and in the surrounding area. As Kai Teal and Ryan Smith standing over the free kick, waiting for the referee's whistle. It, is it will be Smith. It's low, and I don't no, think he'll be taking the next good. one. But Neitz will bring this away, <laughs> and they've got a bit of a counter on here. It's just Joe Sutton, but he gets reinforcements. He takes the ball back into midfield, tries to switch, but De Silva, fantastic tracking back by him, and he timed it oh. perfectly. But his pass was given away. And the easier part, but. That's why we do love Rio de Silva and that energy, that work rate off the ball as the pass now is given to Dan Ackerbeen, the other side wanting to use their possession. But Ackerbeen will try now, plays into Josh Coldicott Stevens and Ackerbeen again out on the right. Hitching with the ball so far. Morlock mm. with a little bit of bother and <laughs> oh, Laurie Marsh dear. gives it back to him again, just testing his feet out so far. Morlock back out to Darren Webb in the early stages here, the Southern League Cup tight. Uh, we're on HTFC Radio, Freddie Cardi, Maracalli on it as always in the commentary position. And Hitch and give it away again. Harvey Steele now trying to come forward, but Ryan Smith back good, to good Alex out, Brown. Actually. And oh, De Silva's giving it away again. A bit uncharacteristic of him. A little lack of confidence maybe from recent games or just a little off the boil tonight. And he's conceded a throw in there, and which will be taken by Harvey Steele, the former Yaxley defender. He's made seven league appearances this season. Trying to cement his place in the side, and he'll take the throw in. Looking for the run, run of Richard Noll. He's going to get there uh, around Laurie Marsh, but Marsh no did well way. to cut off the pass in the end. And now Cody Cut Stevens will 
try and swing this away long. It's headed back down well, but straight to Kai Teal. It plays out to That's De Silva better. again. This is where he can oh, use his rough. pace, and he's brought down. Good from Rio De Silva, that directness of him. He can go down the left, he can drive through the middle, but if he gets that first touch right, he can really explode with that pace. Well, I'm telling you, if he'd have got his first touch right that time and weren't dragged down to the floor, we was away because mm. Luke Brown had smelt it and he was off. Well, Sinias has spotted a good player when they see when they've been forced into that foul, and it's been a much improved start for the Canaries in this one, but can they turn that into a goal. Alex Brown will try here over this uh, free kick out on this left-hand side down in front of us about 10 yards from the touchline. He plays it long into Rio de Silva down the left and he's going to try and cross one in but the goalie will come off his line. It was a weird cross. Ooh, I wonder if it, it held up in the window I think so. a tiny bit as Laurie Marsh comes out onto the left-hand side. Back heel uh, into Alex Brown. Good mm. ball drilled across. It'll be cleared away out for a throw in Hitchin sustaining this pressure in the early stages. Yeah, it must be quite breezy out there because when he when he launched that one, I was expecting it to go over the fence at the back behind the goal. And yeah, it, and it strange old cross, out. actually. Well, it was a very dangerous ball in the end, wasn't it? Mm. Did yeah. enough to confuse the goalkeeper a little bit. And he pushed the panic button slightly. Eight minutes in, goalless uh, in this cup tie. Here's Alex Brown then, down to the byline once again by that corner flag. He does cross one in and mm. the goalkeeper says, I'll have it. George Whitehall taking it off his defender. But almost a little lapse in communication. Whitehall is returning to the club in goal tonight. He's going to occupy the position we're here for the next two Great months or so. down that left-hand side. Look at that. They've worked it forward well. But good pressure over there by Lewis Barker. You know he's going to be relentless and he's actually been penalised. It's the only problem with Barker, isn't it? Well, <laughs> is anyone giving a foul away? It's going to be him. Yeah, he likes to get stuck in and he likes to uh, throw his heart and soul on the pitch. I don't mind a bit of that. Yeah, not at all, as long as it... Doesn't get too messy, but we've commentated on Brett Donnelly before, so I haven't seen worse than that, to be fair. Some of his stories, too. <laughs> yeah. Was there one red card within 40 seconds in a pre-season friendly, we heard? And well, something like that. I, I would advertise those podcasts. Um, I heard on one person listen, almost crashed their car laughing down the M1. So yeah. listen at home in a safe place, in but they, safe. they are classics, to be fair, with Brett. Free kick then for Sydney. It's to be taken on the left. Swung in. There's a few options in there. Charlie Horlock does well. He was just nudged as well, but held onto the ball up in the air. Oops. And he's slipped as he clears. And that meant that ball four just didn't quite gain the traction. He's down web. Uh, back into Laurie Marsh, who playing now without his brother Alex, who scored in the 2-1 defeat to Sydney. It's not too long ago. You saw uh, Joe Ryder and Richard Knoll continuing their strike partnership. They scored both. Uh, in that 2-1 win, Biggleswade FC down towards the bottom of the table, but Alex Marsh going to do something scored about that man of the match in their last two games. He has scored a worldie <laughs> against the Saints. Hitching could do something like that tonight, but they've started well here at the Premier Plus Stadium, and I think the change of formation paying dividends. Yeah, it's looking, they're looking good and, and, and just a little bit more rigid and solid, but it's very early days yet. So Sintniers then uh, in third in at step four level, a competitive division led by Burke Hampstead and third, a point above Harlow after that one all draw. Lee Watkins' second half strike securing uh, a point, a good point on the road as well, uh, moving above Harlow, keeping that position stable. Now they look to continue that momentum in the cup tonight as uh, Cody Gottsdemus brings the ball down. Another former Sydney Hits player. He's giving it away. He almost pulls the trousers down as well. <laughs> of the players running forward, which is uh, Kadiri. Played wide now. Sydney Hits coming forward, trying to go in front. 
But he's just going to turn away from the edge of the box now. Tries to cross one in. Cody Cole Stevens misses it's out on it, it no. And Harvey Steele into the box. Plays one across. Laurie Marsh can even have the touch and then clear it away. Kadiri can't quite bring it down. Oh, there's a good tackle in there by Kai Teal, but he didn't quite get the ball, says the referee. No, he definitely didn't get kick. the ball. <laughs> I'm thinking about Kai Teal there. You can see, you know, academy players coming through a midfielder with fancy feet, but he doesn't have to get stuck in. Yeah, no, that's what that's what I'm saying. I don't mind a bit of that. I don't mind players getting stuck in. That weren't a foolish tackle. He, mm. he went in heart and soul, and uh, and the ball had uh, got away from him a little bit quicker. Well, the first round proper of this competition kicked off last night in style. Stourbridge beating high-flying Colville Town 3-1 in a Southern League uh, div uh, Premier Central Division there you go. Uh, clash. So it just shows you what a bit of momentum can do moving from the league mm. into the cup. And Colville visiting Hitchin on Monday. It's a good sign as well for the Canaries. Yeah, well, it's just, uh, <laughs> if they've been turned over by mm. Stourbridge. But we always knew Stourbridge had a, had a bit of an yeah. engine in them and they, and they pulled it out they've against us. They've got the right us. players too. Here's Harvey Steele out on the right-hand side. Played down the line. Uh, I think it's Jake Battersby up there and he's sandwiched between two players and he's uh, managed to win a throw-in. He's done very well there, hitching, putting number, numbers around oh the ball. Here's Marsh Brown into the box, tackled well, well by Alex Brown, who does find his brother in those short socks of his. Ryan Smith playing forward now. That pass doesn't work out, though, and uh, the skipper, Miles Cowling, can play back into the goalkeeper. A few eyes raised with Cowling uh, taking the captain's armband today, but the pressure... Always added on a little bit, especially at his young age too. But That's a young team. Out there, it is it? a very young <laughs> team, to be fair. He was signed uh, from Cambridge United's under-18, under one-year contract in May, uh, alongside Richard Knoll and then Chadwick, Hello. the goalkeeper too, Miles Cowling. down. Don't know what's the matter with him. He yeah, just he, went down he off, off Did he have a bit play. of trouble in the Stourbridge game as well? He I did, think, yeah. Problems, so. Well, he's gone down out off, mm. off the play, so... Um, that you, you'd suspect that he's obviously got a, a niggle there. He might, we might have to see him replaced. Just having a look down the bench, who we've got to come on and replace him. I can only see Kieran Jones really I coming out. I can imagine Jones doing pushing, a job. Um, to be fair, Stan Georgiou as well. I think he may have played there a little bit for the academy, but doesn't probably, look good for Akabeen. No. Because Stevens at the moment having a word of Adam Parker. Mark Burke is here tonight. Michael Jones, of course, over there too, and Parks as well. You've got Nick and Delboy. All the Familiar faces that made a short trip today. Yep. So 13 minutes in, then a little stoppage in play. Akawin is trudging out towards the touchline. That might well mean that he's going to be replaced. But yeah, yeah the, like the board is lighting up over there. So a shame for Hitchin, seeing Akawin replaced after just uh, 13 minutes. And he's been a good player as well. A key part of the side for the last year or so. And question is, who's going to come on for him? Elijah Gordon Douglas, maybe? So right-sided player anyway, but for the meantime, it's going to be continuing without Akabeen. I wonder if it was Stan Georgiou who went to pick up the shirt, because I think Kieran Jones is still walking down there, so a big we'll night for know. young Stan Georgiou, who's mostly been playing academy football <coughs> with the under-18s this season. Scored a few goals for them too, but stepping up in this, big, in this cup game, he hasn't played too much for the first team. I don't think he's played at senior level for them at all, to be honest, no, apart, apart from pre-season games. So could be a really good opportunity for him. He's indeed pulled on the jersey. So let's see where he can provide. Not a natural right back, but we'll have to do the job today unless Laurie Marsh has moved I over think, there. I so. think Laurie Marsh will probably boogie over. That would be the logical sort of suggestion that it would be that. Shame for Akabeen, but we hope he can make a recovery in time for Saturday. I'm sure Hitchin fans will. So Stan Georgiou, the 
the youngster captain of the academy side. And we we thought there may be a couple new play, um, different faces on the bench tonight, and one of them's going to get a chance here. He's just having a chat with the linesman about something. Mm -hmm. One of the stricter types of linos. He's just checking his shirt, checking his studs. Everything okay? Off yeah, he's goes, on to the pitch um, now. He's so <coughs> he's going to come on at right back. So Laurie Marsh stay and Dan Webb. And what a person that is if he looks to his left to have Dan Webb to be guiding him through the game He's too. just pulled him in the middle. Look at that. It's gone. Yeah, you go. You get in the middle, son. Webb at right back. He, he fancies some goals at the moment. Well, I tell you, uh, Webb, he, does, he thinks he's he? some kind of attacking <laughs> midfielder. Any chance he gets, he'll take it. So. Well, someone's got a score, yeah. haven't they? Georgia into the middle and he's got a bit of defending to do now. He hits this one away well. Uh, but Laurie Marsh actually on the right-hand side as we thought. So Georgia yeah, starting yeah. on the left side. Uh, of centre-back, Marsh uh, on the right-hand side uh, at right-back, so Dan Webb occupying the centre-back, the right centre-back position. And it's good to see the experience coupled up with youth and to see an academy player in the first team too is always something that delights a fan of any football club. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, well, last we, we we had a little look at him during um, during some trial games. I mean, not trial yeah, games, pre-season pre pre games. A bit with the academy right, too actually. earlier on this year, so... He's been one of those players who, you know, we talked about Marlowe Goff as somebody who might make the first team, but yeah. Stan George has been preferred to him. Here's Laurie Marsh then, as the game is back underway, playing it through and looking for Kai Teal. So you've got two players on there well now, progress through the academy. And now the ball played back into Charlie Horlock. He's going to clear this away long, taking no chances. That holds that up wind. in the wind Look as well. Now Cody Cut Stevens heading away towards uh, Harvey Steele. He's had a lot of the ball early on. Now Georgiou. Again, he'll be looking for a nice easy start after coming on. He may well have expected 90 minutes on the bench tonight, but he's going to get yeah. a run out. And Interesting to see Kieran Jones left on there too, but Mark Burke putting his faith in the youngster. Yeah, why not? As the ball's played through and Sydney has win it back again uh, with Jake Battersby, uh, sorry, uh, uh, Ayub Kadiri dropping into that midfield. Ball played through now, headed up in the air by Laurie Marsh. Dan Webb needs to clear, and he does into Cody Stevens, wide to... Alex Brown trying to play into his brother again. And the first touch isn't great, though. And Luke's got some tracking back to do. He does now, but he can't win the ball back. Now Georgie steps across, does really well. There's a bit of a sliding tackle in there. And uh, the St. Neas man's been penalised on the foul. But a good start to, to times here from Georgie. He gets a high five from Alex Brown. So we are goalless then at <coughs> the Premier Plus Stadium. 18 minutes have been played in this Southern League Cup round one game. And nothing to separate the sides, but you'd say Hitchin have edged it so far. Yeah, well, prob probably just. I mean, it's, it's it's very close to even, isn't it? Really. Mm. I mean, we've had that we've had that shot, um, <coughs> which certainly it's haven't had, but mm. nobody's come close yet. Barker really. brought down. The referee says play on. Barker will climb back to his feet, and now Cody Cut Stevens trying to progress the ball through the midfield. Kai Teal will look up, pass wide into Alex Brown, Ryan Smith, Luke Brown in front of him. Here's uh, Ryan Smith back into Kai Teal. He might fancy a long shot and yeah. not quite sure what that was in the end. I thought he may have looked to go the aerial route. He tried to drill one into the corner and it was an awful effort in the end, unfortunately. Yeah, but take it on, you know. Mm. There were a few options and the midfield is going to be important tonight. You've got the likes of Cody Cut Stevens, Barker Smith in there, but in terms of that passing forward, it's been a little bit of a problem linking up. The midfield and attack. They don't quite have those natural ball, natural ball players, I suppose, if you push Luke Brown up front as well. Yeah, no, exactly right. We've got ball winners in the mid middle of the park. Mm. Here's Cody got Stevens, who wins that one, heading away into Luke Brown, shifts it back into Lewis Barker in the number seven shirt today, asked to do a little bit more of an attacking role. Later returns to the side, Rio de Silva trying to run <coughs> through. That pass has got too much on it and will run away <coughs> for a uh, goal kick. 
So Hitchin winning the Southern League Cup twice in their history, 2006 and then uh, three years ago when Connor Vincent scored the only goal against Didcot Town. It used to be two-legged finals, but someone right. saw sense and moved it to one, and that was hosted by Hitchin. I remember that night, Connor Vincent scoring it. And so it's in hot senior cups, hot charity cups. Hitchin have had good form in these kind of competitions when the league hasn't been going their way too, and they'll look to continue that tonight. Obviously, apart from that defeat to Welling Garden City, as Cardi Cut Stevens turns, moves forward into Lewis Barker, right on the halfway line. Luke Brown, dead central in the pitch, trying to move it forward into De Silva. Yes. Gets away from his man. Good from De Silva, but he just loses track of the ball. He's still got it now, and he's going to get a shot away. And it's wide of the mark, but really good from De Silva. It's deflected too, so hitch another corner. Yeah, no, good work from De Silva there. Look, doing a little bit of trickery there, getting away from his man and, and taking the shot on. And like you say, it's, uh, it's took a deflection. That's the closest we've been so far. Make sure to get in touch with us if you're listening in, Twitter uh, or on our website, <laughs> any way uh, that you like. We will love to hear from you. It's Kyle Till, right foot to corner on the left-hand side, swinging in towards goal when he takes it. He's going to go low and he'll get a second chance. The ball's kicked straight back out to him via the clearance and he deep. dinks that one in very deep and also holds up in the wind. Just does this clearance, which comes back to Till again. He's going to let it go, though, uh, for a throw-in on the left-hand side, about 15 yards near to the corner flag and Alex Brown... Uh, will look to take it. Hitchens trying to sustain some possession. Dan Webb's up there on the edge of the box. He fancies this might come to him. He's going to jog in there now. Alex Brown trusting his long throw ability, but he's got to Silver and Smith running off. He's going to find Smith, who plays it back into Brown. Now into Ryan Smith again. Alex Brown, Stan Georgiou. Nice football from the Canaries. Laurie Marsh again, standing in that centre circle, finds Georgiou. Hitchens moving it across the defence from right to left and now Rio de Silva again. He's looked the most likely of anyone to go and grab a goal in the early stages here. He can be such a key player for Hitchin. Goes under the radar because he doesn't always find the back of the net. But he had a great pre-season being utilised as a striker while Callum said was away. And he's going to try and fill those boots as best he can at the moment. Here's Luke Brown chesting it down well. Finds... Uh, Laurie Marsh out there. His teal into the box looking for De Silva. A little bit too much in it, but Hitchin trying to create here. It's been some good football to watch at times too. Yeah, some nice one-touch stuff going on from Hitchin. It's um, <coughs> getting the ball into the box now and uh, and having the occasional shot as well. So uh, well done for Hitchin. His goalkeeper, George Whitehall then, who's returning in goal tonight after a spell of God Manchester Rovers. I suppose as a goalkeeper, if you're coming back into the side, it's a bit little, um, you know, le less than then we might talk about you know, a striker, a midfielder coming in. You can just settle in there a little bit more. You can take some time to see you know, see how, you, how your side are playing. What I can tell you is there's a really good fish and chip shop in God Manchester, actually. We'll pray for a little cup, cup journey there, Nick. I'm sure Hitchin played in the FA Cup a few years ago, but it was at lovely, home. Lovely little town, actually. Yeah. It really is. Where's that down towards Cambridge, isn't it? Out that it's way? on that way, yeah. yeah. It's out that way, yeah. We're in Cambridgeshire now. I've gone from Hertfordshire to Cambridgeshire down on the train. Only a few stops and... With the ground being right next to the station, it was always going to, especially with the fuel problems as well, it was an absolute no-brainer. Oh, it's only the south-east that are going bonkers still yeah. at the moment. Everyone Everywhere else, is, else is fine, so there <laughs> yeah, we go. Yeah, handball, unlucky. Handball there, and Hitchin will have a free kick, and um, Marsh Brown trying to delay that, and the referee says, let's get on with it when we can, and here's Dan Webb into... Georgie Hitchin having a lot of the ball and making St. Neots doing all the running off the ball, but it's worked for them at times. They've won it back. It's a little nutmeg, but falls straight to St. Neots player, but he tries instead to play the man, not the ball, and Hitchin will win it back. Charlie Horlock. 
out to Georgia again. So plenty of touches since coming off the bench. Replacing He's been busy, Dan Georgia again. Across into Dan Webb, who's been crucial on his return to the side. And young centre-backs around him. And Laurie Marsh playing a little out of position at right-back too. That's where you need all of his experience. His vocal ability too. Cindy's okay. going to eye up a shot and that will fly wider than it in the end. It was... Uh, Jake Battersby, who's making a kind of second debut for the Saints tonight. He's on loan from Cambridge United last season. He played for Peterborough Sports 2. They're having a really good season. And now down Webb again. It's in playing from the back, but under fairly little pressure, really. The, yeah. the Saints players waiting on the edge of the box, but allowing Hitchin to get on with it, play their own way out from the back. And they've certainly relaxed it a little bit from pre-season when we saw all of the mistakes that were, that were being made. They seem to have worked out a formula now. Is Whitehall going forward, switching, but Alex Brown will just get his body in between the ball uh, and Harvey Steele. It will fly away out for uh, a throw-in. Much to report on in the first half of this first half at the Premier Plus Stadium, but Hitchin having the lion's share of possession. They've had a couple of half chances from range, but restricted Sydney. It's really That's good. That one ball. good header from uh, Richard Knoll. That was over the crossbow. He should have done better, really. And they'll try and progress it forward now. It's won back well by Luke Brown. Can to seal the time the run. Brown tries to chip over the top. Wasn't quite the right option, but he'll get the ball back. He's got Ryan Smith in support too. Luke Brown back into the midfield. He's tackled, but Alex Brown has it now. Hitchin pressing well. And they seem to be getting on the end of everything as Ryan Smith is fouled. <laughs> yeah, he made a bit of a meal of it. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a harsh tackle. So Brown taking the uh, the free kick mm. quickly, Giving trying to play his brother in, but uh, get yeah. it back. Sydney, it's really struggling to link their passes up at the moment. Now Rio Silver on the edge of the box, That's trying to ball. slip one in oh. for the onrushing Laurie Marsh. The goalkeeper will run across and pick that up, but Sydney, it's really struggling to break out. They need to just take a little bit of time here, allow Hitchin to drop back in, get their shape, and then try and play their football. They try and play this fast technical brand, but Hitchin restricting that well. The ball's played over now. He was onside, was the uh, St. Neots player coming down the left wing. But Hitchin have it back with Georgiou into Cody Cott-Stevens. And St. Neots really struggling to mount any sort of possession. I suppose that's the, however, however, the form of the step-free side. If they're a, they're a league above, then there will be differences in, in the standard as Ryan Swift collects it from Luke Brown. He might think about a shot here. He wasn't quite sure and he shifts the ball wide into Brown, who fortunately gets on the end of it. But... A little bit more of a quick decision needed there as Cody Cott-Stevens has to slip one in into rear to Silver, works it wide nicely into Luke Brown. He's going to get there again. Just nothing rolling Sydney's his way at the moment as the ball's stabbed out for another hitch and throw in. Really dominating the ball at the moment. As I'm sure a Barcelona in the Women's Champions League game against Arsenal Women. That's nil-nil uh, over in Catalonia. The return fixture, by the way, Meadow Park in December. What a game that will be for any Arsenal fan uh, we we'll need to go to that one. That'll be a cracker, yeah, wouldn't it? Hope to go and watch something against Everton this Sunday and Everton, uh, an upcoming side, the likes of Tony Duggan, their team. It should be a, a good game as well, a tough test. Yeah, Duggan's quality. That, yeah. So then, throw-in for Alex Brown. He's taking his time over this one. Rio de Silva and Smith, the options again. He's going to try and drill this one in, floated along the ground. It'll fall to Cody Gottsievers, who <laughs> takes it down off his knee. It's the thing, these midfielders, just not quite that, you know, technical attacking presence I suppose uh, in there to do a defensive shift and yeah, they've got winners, something going they? forward they but you s they do struggle when it forces them on the edge of the box to start moving the ball forward yeah yeah 
Here's Cody Stevens again. He's All probably the one one man that can round. pick out a pass in that midfield at yeah, the moment. Yeah, I think you know. so. Oh. Oh, it's a ball just of Adrio De Silva running through. and Maybe you look to Kai Teal to just drop back in a little bit, but you don't want to congest the midfield at the same time as Alex Brown. Along the defence nicely into Laurie Marsh, who takes it over the halfway line on the right-hand side. Goalless so far, and we're having played 27 minutes. That's when Stan then hitching, hitching in the relegation zone and Sinead's third in, in, the, in the strong playoff place. It's two sides going in different directions, but at the moment there's really been no signs of that. No, it's been a very even even game, which I mean, to be to be fair, is credit to uh, to Hitchin. Really, I mean, mm. they've they've lifted their game. Um, I mean, we're 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 playing a lot sharper uh, than I've seen us play in uh, the last couple of weeks. Definitely, yeah. Formation change definitely working it so works. far. And even if that midfield, if they're not attacking as much as you like, just to have that solid base that stops in the playing their attacking style through the middle of the park. It's worked it so well because Hitchin are just winning the ball back as well, they do wow. now every time. Yeah. Lewis Barker, Cody Cut Stevens, Ryan Smith just winning everything yeah. as the ball slips through into uh, Luke Brown, takes it across into the midfield, takes a shirt pull as well, but he will play on. The ball can be cleared away. Brown wasn't happy with something there, but it'll be a throw in for the Canaries uh, down in the near side. So near it's 1-5 drawn two and lost two in the league. They're the highest scorers uh, in the Southern League Division 1 Central uh, with 22 goals, highest in the wow. league from eight games. So yeah. the Saints finding the back of the net in that division. They beat Barton Rovers 6-2. They've scored a load of goals and so much of that down to <laughs> Joseph Ryder. And however this game goes, you know, if Sydney is going to hold Hitchin nil-nil and we're at the, the 55th minute and or the 60, 60th minute and they can bring on um, you know Joe Ryder and then it can be a different game. Yeah, that's what I think he's on the bench for really. I think they're just going to kind of ride the storm out a little bit and then uh, when the hitching legs start to get tired, we haven't got much of a bench there really with respect, um, they're going to bring on their powerhouse and, um, and, and try a thing. I think Barry Sway might be listening in. He's just sent me a message. Oh, hi, Barry, and thank you yes, Baza. for tuning in. He's been doing a couple of Japanese commentaries recently, which is great to see. Oh, Spending those links out. He's not quite that good yet. Yes. As the ball's cleared away with Charlie Horlock looking to run off his line. And Horlock now clears long out towards the dugouts, it looked like, but it'll swirl and can be headed on by Lewis Barker, the goalkeeper. Whitehall coming off his line, clearing that one away too, which is headed away well by Laurie Marsh. Sydney is looking to come forward now, and Hitchin will drop back in too. He's going to eye up a long shot over Charlie Hall. Like that was very optimistic uh, from Joe Sutton, who's yet to score this season, and you can almost see why of that effort. Yeah, well, listen, asking a lot for himself. It at the is same really, time. yeah, but take it on. You know, if you mm. see an opportunity and you fancy it, you know, stick your foot through it. Charlie Hall with the goal kick then inside his. Penalty area into George U and Alex Brown again. Hitchin just moving the chess pieces around at the moment. They just haven't made that breakthrough, but almost just en enjoying having some possession at the same time, seeing how the game might be going and yeah. working the ball around. So we've almost had a casualty in behind. <laughs> Tumbling over off, the chair off the pitch casualty it was. Yeah, little Neymar moment, <laughs> taking a tumble. as. Sydney has come forward with Harvey Steele. Crosses one in, can be cleared away by Laurie Marsh on his left foot. Falls to the edge of the box though, and Lewis Barker. Good physicality from him. He clears this one away. Headed down, but not very convincingly. And the captain, Miles Cowling, stepping in to play the ball back to the goalkeeper. Cowling taking that armband today. He's got two league goals this season. Looking to add a couple, but he's going to play at the base of midfield today as. Uh, 
quite Marsh Brown takes it now uh, on debut today, uh, as is Ayub Kadiri. So a couple of players over returning to the side on making their first appearance under uh, Pete Gill. So another free kick for the Saints. Nil-nil uh, in this League Cup round one tie. Hitchin drawn away to a local step four side. He couldn't have asked for much better than that, to be fair. But we know how well St. Neitz are doing. So the luck of the draw not quite benefiting Hitchin. But geographically, it was perfect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Harvey Steele moving forward. And so a good tackle in there by Alex Brown. Sliding across, clearing that one out. He had his brother back there in support. Mm -hmm. Now... Uh, Ayub Kadiri on debut, back into the midfield. Such a young Sydney side. I mean, the average age must be in a, around 20, 21, but you can't tell it at times. No, they're they're, uh, they're making a good show of themselves, aren't they? Mm, connection, obviously, with Cambridge United and their academy, but there's plenty of players who've been there for a, a few years now, but a very, very young side. But even so, plenty of experience across there as well. You know what youth football can be like now and the amount of loan spells you can get across non-league, you know, the chances that will be given to you. It's, it means any young player coming through is in a great position, as is Stan Georgiou here now, making what must be his first competitive appearance for the Canaries. Maybe he's come off the bench a couple of times, but this will feel like a 90 minutes for him, replacing Dan Akerbeen in just the 13th minute after Akerbeen was injured. He'll be getting some treatment well at the done. moment Cold as Cody Stevens coming forward. He's have got a few up forward, but he's marshalled well over there by Smith. Well. And will come back into the midfield. Laurie Marsh playing one through. It can be chested down easily enough for Cindy. It's to try and drive through the midfield. A little bit of space opening up as they move down the right-hand side. Ball played wide into uh, Harvey Steele. Still chipping one forward. Charlie Horlick's going to run All day. and collect that. don't think either goalkeeper's made a save yet, actually. But no, not really. As a Hitchin fan, I'm not sure you can begrudge that too much with some of the recent games. <laughs> and I think we'll take a little bit of possession, just yeah. iron up St. Neitz and seeing how we're going to we're going to you know cope with this new formation too. I just think the worry is if you're in this position where they can you know bring Joe Ryder on, we've got some tired legs. It could be a really good opportunity for him, which don't really have as much to bring off the bench. Of course, Henry Snee most of his hitching career being used as a sub and it might well be the same today uh, Malachi Black can be a useful option too as Sydney Oates will cross one in it's evades the head of uh, Alex Brown and the on-rushing striker and it will uh, travel away uh, for a hitch in throwing yeah, it's deep in our own half mm. so it's uh, not going to be very troublesome I'm afraid uh, a few National League scores tonight then uh, Altering losing 1-0 to Grimsby Borenwood uh, and Torquay is 0-0 Bromley won Weymouth 0 Dover uh, off the back of a 6-0 thrashing by Grimsby losing 1-0 to Aldershot Halifax 0 Notts County 1 Kingsland and Barnet's 1-0 uh, the games between Southend and Eastleigh, Welton and Solihull Moors are both 0-0. Uh, Woking 1, and league leaders Dagenham and Redbridge 0, and Wrexham 0, Chesterfield 1. And finally, Yeovil Town during 0-0 of Maidenhead United. So a big night uh, in the National League. As Hitchin will try and progress it forward with Lewis Barker. He wins a uh, throw-in for the Canaries. Slow progression up the field, but progression nonetheless... And local side Stevenage as well in EFL Trophy action tonight. They're losing 1-0 away at Oxford United. What should be a tough game, actually. Uh, Oxford always seem to be in and around the playoff spots. Well, we've got about 10 minutes to go in this first half here at the Premier Plus Stadium. Tra it is 0-0. One of the best starts it should have made to a game all season, probably. Yeah, it is, yeah. With nothing to show for it so far. St. Neitz will, I'm sure, 
be fairly happy with how things have gone so far. They haven't really been able to play their normal brand of football. And Alex Brown has had to go out of the gate to go and get that ball. That's <laughs> the wind's blowing it halfway down the no side. No fan's going to walk out into the rain and try and get Absolutely it back as well. Absolutely not. No, they've left it for him to do. But he has done it. Mm. And he's back now with a throw in. Alex Brown then to take into Cody Cott-Stevens, who takes a little jump in the air as he plays that one back. You see them do those drills so often when they'll throw it and knock the ball back and it's yeah, a well-rehearsed yeah. routine now. Stan Georgiou stabs the ball clear on the halfway line. Cody got Stevens sliding in well. Slippy conditions, but not not as bad as Saturday of that rain flooding down at top field. Oh, that was crazy, wasn't it? It was. The half-time it went absolutely mad as the players came out for the second 45. Luckily, it calmed down. You know, a few games were called off, even at higher levels too, so we're lucky not to be on the end of that. But it is that kind of season. Yeah, Barry Swain says, yes, listening in loud and clear. Good work as always, guys. So a rare night off for Barry. And uh, we hope you're enjoying it, mate, in your little studio at home. Lovely, yeah, man. Commentator it, listening to some commentary, I'm sure. But Well, if he needs any help with the Japanese, <laughs> yes. Basil, just give us a shout. More than happy to you'd help, be mate. More than happy. Yeah, you'd be more than useful, actually. Yeah, I know quite a bit about mm. Japanese football. He's been commentating on all sorts, and of course, who talks about life commitments, the Premier League game too, which must be great at the moment with Brilliant. fans returning to. I know we spoke to him about what it was like commentating in those empty stadiums, and yeah, when the players can hear your voice, it can't be much fun as well because you've got to be careful what you say. <laughs> as Laurie Marsh, I mean, we've had a bit of that here recently too, but yeah. not today. Shut away up here. Uh, in the warm with the heater on in this little press box as Luke Brown back into. Ryan Smith, all a bit sideways at the moment for Hitchin, not for the want of trying, but Ryan no. Smith again into Cody Cott-Steam is a little slow and laboured. Well, it's that kind of midfield that we've got out there. Like you say, you know, we've got midfield players in there that are ball winners, really, rather than ball mm. players, you know. Ball headed down now, Hitchin with Lewis Barker trying to play it through the midfield. Now a little bit of space for Luke Brown, if that was on his left... Uh, oh, he's going to shoot anyway. Mm. I was going to say it drifted onto his left side, which he didn't really fancy, but managed to work it onto his favoured right foot. And the shot was hit straight at George Whitehall, powerfully as well, but uh, into those hands. Yeah, no, nice bread, bread and butter save for the goalkeeper there, really. But uh, nice to see Brownie sort of taking it on and, and having a crack. Yeah, we know he can hit them three goals this season. It was pre-season where he burst into the scene last year after returning from the States. Scoring so many goals from range, those free kicks as well. As Alex Brown heads away into Ryan Smith, Cody Cut Stevens again under pressure from uh, Richard Noel, who's got five league goals this season. Such a good partnership, as you said, with uh, Ryder. Those two combining for for 16 goals. I'm sure they'd have assisted each other more than once as well. As Laurie Marsh plays this one long through the middle, as a clearance that almost turned into a good pass, trying to find Rio de Silva, who is really occupying that out and out number nine role. But him and Luke Brown, it is that 4 4 2 diamond, and it's worked well so far. But maybe just the midfield, you'd, you'd want someone to come on, and don't think Hitchin have got that player. Yeah, well, not not Kai at the moment, can do it, can't yeah. he? But it's a, it's a tough one for him tonight, I think. He's. Not quite sure of the role he's meant to be playing. I think when he's got two up front as well, he doesn't want to get in their way too. Yeah, no, that could be a, a very uh, valid point there, Freddie. Here's Cody Cott-Stevens switching wide to Laurie Marsh, but Marsh a little over-optimistic, trying to make a run on down the right-hand side, and Cody Cott-Stevens just passes behind him and was collected by Michael Jones in the end. And Hitchin staff have wrapped up warm. I see the first sign of hats and... Long jackets, gloves as well. Oh dear, that's a good firm tackle mm. there from Coldy Cut Stevens. Here's Kai Teal moving the ball forward. St. Nietzsche have had very little of the ball and they have failed to use it when they have had it. They'll try and do so now as they 
played wide from uh, Whitehall. Brought down nicely by Harvey Steele, but immediately under pressure well by Alex Brown. He's doing his job tonight. Certainly is. Yeah, like you say, we're, we're pressing the ball a lot more. Mm. And, uh, and actually, you know, like I say, from the midfield, we do tend to give it away a little bit more, but they fight and, and get the ball back. But uh, at the moment, it's, uh, it's with St. Neat. So we're coming forward with... Uh, with yeah, steel once again once again yeah steel they just need that player to step up i think and say yeah i'm going to dictate these passes i'm going to run at someone and it's not quite happened tonight it's been a little bit every man for himself at times to try and move the ball on straight away and hitchin would be more than happy to lap it up and then keep the ball at themselves they do now with kai teal trying to take the ball over the halfway line he's got some space as well let's see what he can do with it but he's pressured well he gets a little push in good the back turn. but he continues still teal finds luke brown into the box brown taken away from goal good defending uh, by marfo over there he plays wide to rio de silva Sh a shame for hitch and that he's given that away and now st neil's to try and break turn this into a little bit of a counter-attacking end-to-end game but they're just going to slow it down now but almost hitching on the cusp of something yeah, no, again, it's good to see, you know, good to see that the, the formation is working. And uh, like I say, unfortunate that they just sort of lost the ball there. Unfortunate for Hitchin, of course, but uh, mm. but not for St. Neitz. They can press again now. Steal again. It's a tough half for St. Neitz, but at 0-0, they'll be happy with that going into the half-time break with manager Pete Gill doing that half-time talk. As the ball's played good in, ball Charlie Horlock will run off his line. Easy. He's looked good tonight. And as we were talking to Delboy, Hitchin's kit man tonight, it's it's... You know, where would we be about him sometimes? As, as we said, where would we be about Stead? But Charlie Horlock's been equally as important stopping those goals. But oh, absolutely. He might have a bit to do here because he was onside was uh, Nehemiah, uh, Neo, sorry, Richard Knoll. I don't Hitchin know why he didn't just turn and have a pop yeah, at that. Do you know what sure. I mean? Rather than trying to play it back to his man, he's Here's lost Rio the ball. Here's Silva down the right, getting onto the edge of the ball. He fought about a shot. He does now. It was deflected and it's put behind for a corner as well. So late on in this first half, Hitchin trying to make all of this possession uh, and turn it into a goal. Well, let's hope that they can do that, Freddie, at the moment. So nil-nil towards the end of this first half on HDFC Radio. Freddie Cardi and Marek Leonic here in St. Neitz for this Southern League Cup. Round one tie between the local sides, St. Neitz uh, and Hitchin. Cambridgeshire against Hertfordshire, I suppose, now. There's Teal to take this one. Going to be right-footed away from goal on that right-hand side. And... Here we go, Teal, late on in this first half, along the ground into Luke Brown, whose oh. shot is deflected, it's that same old routine, you can see it coming a mile away, Hitchin has failed to yeah. get anything from it this whole season and pre-season, Luke Brown's taken a little bit of a kick there, because he drilled his shot and his foot straight into one of the Sydney's defenders, it's a free kick here, but Brown's still down in the box, it's one of those that's just going to no, hurt, just hurts, it? You, and you've you just got to try and get on with it, but it's going to sting, it'll be alright, you won't get subbed off, but you almost just want the game to pause for five minutes so you can hobble around a little bit, but <laughs> yeah. he's going to have to try and recover, get back on side, and he's going to hobble back there now, I'm sure he'll keep a smile on his face. Here is uh, Mamadou Job uh, for... Royce, uh, for St. Neers. He's on loan from Cambridge United. <laughs> also made his first team debut for them as they progress it forward now. Crossed over. It was a cross was or a shot. shot I'm not quite sure, but it'll go out for a goal kick all the same. But Mamadou Job, uh, one yeah. first team appearance for Cambridge. Played against Oxford United at the Papa John's Trophy group stages last season. Mm -hmm. Played the full 90 minutes too and is now here in this cup time. I mean, that's a really assured, you know, assured figure to have at the back with that experience. Yeah, I'd say so. And, and uh, you know, to be fair to St. Neers, They've, they've done a very good job at the moment defensively. Goal kick for Charlie Horlock now as we approach the end of this first 45 minutes. 
and still goalless. Three minutes to play in this first half. And I think Hitchin will, will take this and Neitz will take it as well. But I think it's just what Hitchin's needed, actually. And really, they could be uh, one goal to the good here as well. Yeah. They just created a couple of chances. Yeah, no, they have, yeah. I mean, they're kind of sniffing each other out a little bit yeah. and just sort of uh, seeing where they can get away with things. Throw in here then uh, for Winford Martha. The right-sided centre-back comes out into the right-back position now. It's flicked oh, through nicely by Richard Knoll. And He'll get a foul for that. Yeah, free <laughs> kick for Harvey Steele after a foul on him. So St. Neitz now with a set-piece opportunity to try and finish the first half uh, in style. I mean, you, you could float this one into the box and, uh, and get ahead on it, mm. or, uh, or it can be drilled in there. So who's going to take? Uh, Kadiri over there, as is uh, Harvey Steele. Kadiri eyeing it up on his left foot. And Steele's just going to trot away down the line. So Kadiri to take, swinging into a Charlie Horlock's goal. This is where the, the elements, the weather could prove a problem as well. Yeah, for Charlie be. Horlock. He's got to judge it perfectly, as have the defence. They've got to keep touch tight and watch that ball all the way through as Kadiri to take. Towards the end of the first 45. He's going to take his time over this as well. He knows these chances might be rare in the context of this game. Kadiri floats one in nicely. It's headed away well. Now Kaitil looking to progress it forward. Oh, he switched it. Oh, oh very lucky. unlucky. Looking for Luke Brown. That was the pass. Yeah. Just was cut out well by a very grateful Saints defender. Here's uh, Joe Sutton crossing one in. Headed away by Dan Webb. Straight up in the air. Falls to Sutton again. Takes it down on his knees. Challenged by Ryan Swift fairly. Uh, and now... Uh, Winford Marfo, Stan Georgie now down by the corner flag. He's going to keep the ball in play and try and clear it, but it's not gone anywhere. It took a deflection, that explains it, because there'll be a Hitchin throw-in as we come to the end of the first half. And, well, it's been an improvement from Hitchin, at least. Well, yeah, I'd say so. I'd definitely say so. I mean, it's nil-nil at half-time, but uh, we've been here before, haven't we? Nil-nil at half-time, yeah. and uh, let's see what happens, like I say, when we come out for the second half. I mean... Do we want more of the same or do we want a little bit of levitation going on? Because I, uh, I think St. Neitz are going to be raising the bar yeah, in the second half. Yeah, I mean, we'll have, to see, uh, we'll have to see what um, what subs they might make. But for Hitchin, it's, you'd arguably say St. Neitz have more to offer for them on the bench than Hitchin do. One minute uh, of added time. And I've got some good news to bring you from Boreham Wood at halftime too. But we'll wait until the end of this as the shots move wide. Here we go. 1-0 uh, up against uh, Torquay United, I think it is. Uh, and the, the goal scorer, Kane Smith, and he scored an absolute screamer, we hear. Oh, he only scores man. screamers as well, but great to see a former hitching man uh, doing well with his left foot as well, smashed into the bottom corner, but really good to see. Yeah, well done, Kane. Nice one, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps banging them in. We obviously interviewed him back in January. I'd really recommend that podcast. Yeah, it's Talkie United, they're beating, but that was a part one and part two to celebrate. Well, I would play it a bit at half-time. I don't think we've got it downloaded. We'll play you our most recent one as we come to the end of this first half. Into added time, and now Rio de Silva can hitch and grab something at the end. De Silva still onto his right foot, shifted across to Ryan Smith, who lets the ball go for Lewis Barker. He's going to shoot from range, which is optimistic. He didn't quite catch the shot, and now St. Neitz will try and take the ball down the other end. Barker won't allow that. He slides in, misses everything, though, and the ball can be cleared by Stan Georgiou. Now Ryan Smith, go. a couple options forward. He just stalls on the pass, but Kai Teal finds Luke Brown. Brown onto the edge of the box, he shoots Why straight not? at the goalkeeper, who's palmed it wide actually, and it'll be uh, a corner for Hitchin. Barcelona woman, 31 minutes in, they've taken the lead against Arsenal, it's always going to be a tough game, Arsenal can escape from anything, it'll be a brilliant result, uh, yeah. but Mariona uh, uh, Caldente has scored the opener there. Mm -hmm. 
Kai Teal now to take the corner. Last act of this first half. Come on, Hitchin. Got a couple set pieces. Is he going to go low again or float one up? No, he's got to float this Brown one is. in, Kai Teal then. Webby's in there. Going to be a floater, this is. Yeah, stick it in the box. Ryan Smith towards the back post as well. Kai Teal we drills this one in nicely. Down oh, Webb. Webb. Off the line by the goalkeeper. Now hooked oh. onto the crossbar <laughs> by Laurie Marsh. Didn't take a deflection. The referee says, no, it's half-time, but what drama to end this first half at the Premier Plus Stadium. Well, that's, a, that's the better corner that I've seen come out of Hitchin in quite a while, you know. <laughs> um, and Webby in there making himself uh, very, very present in that one. Nil-nil. There we go. What can we say? Yeah, I think Hitchin will take that. Sinitz will take it too, but Hitchin's so close to the end. I think mean, a shot tipped off the line. It was a great save by George Whitehall and then Laurie Marsh's efforts get hit in the top of the post. That's half-time. Looks like there's been a change for the home team with number 15 coming yeah, on. Yeah, Brendan Shabani on, so not Joseph Ryder. They'll be saving him up a little bit, but Shabani coming on, replacing uh, Ayub Kadiri. So his debut comes to an end after 45 minutes. Shabani, though, a young central midfielder who was released by League Two, Leighton Orient, where he featured really? regularly rising through the ranks there. Played mm. for Albania at youth level two, so that's another really good player to be able to bring on. Wow. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll, see, uh, we'll see what he's got in the tank. Hopefully not too much for, for Hitchin Town, really. We seem to be uh, out with the same that we went in. Uh, and I'm, I'm expecting Hitchin to lift their game, really. Um, yeah, a little bit more attacking, a little bit more intent. I think when you're coming through the midfield, they haven't made no yeah. subs. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't the whole game. I mean, you'll have an eye on Hensford on Saturday, but there's not yeah. really much to call upon. I mean, Henry Sneed probably will get a run out for De Silva, you'd imagine? Uh, yeah, he might <coughs> do. Yeah, towards the end of the game, he might do. Um, I, d I don't think that's probably about the only one, uh, barring an injury or anything like that. Um, mm. You know, well, I think we'll, that will that'll probably be the lot, Sneed coming on later in the game. Miles Cowling then to get us underway. 0-0 going into the second half. I'm unsure if it'll be extra time and penalties. I'd imagine straight to penalties, straight but penalty, there's a possibility yeah. of a replay too. I'd probably rather have straight to penalties. I'm sure the fixture secretaries of both clubs would as, would as, as well. So Cowling to get us underway for the second half. Lee Brown sprinting in as is Rio de Silva and it's a, a big 45 minutes of football. This result can mean so much for both sides. For Sydney it's continuing their momentum for Hitchin just mm -hmm. bouncing back after three consecutive defeats in all competitions and having a little bit of a cup run as well. Yeah, I mean, our, um, our away form has, has not really been anything to sort of brag about, but uh, uh, all bad things must come to an end, and, and hopefully they can, uh, we, they can lay that ghost to rest. I remember saying that uh, on Saturday as well, and the ghost didn't want to go to sleep at all. But uh, today's a different ball game. Yeah, we have had to say it a few times out of sheer optimism, as Hitchin will try and get the first attack of the second half registered but instead it's going to be the home side coming forward now with Jake Battersby onto the edge of the box now and they'll continue forward with uh, Joe Sutton just after the half-time break minute played in the second half now Luke Brown I think this game may just open up a little bit because Sydney has won something from it too Rio de Silva down the left-hand side cuts back in nicely Look at that and he switches cross. the ball into Lewis oh. Parker too much on it though really nice skill from de Silva but the pass just wasn't there it zipped across the turf yeah I think it's just picked up a little bit of water there and it because it certainly skimmed across the turf there didn't it just deluding him but it's uh, it's gone out for a St. Neat's throw in deep 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 in their own half right down by the uh, by the corner flag not too much movement for St. Neitz and, uh, and, the, and the guy with the ball who I can't <laughs> actually give you his name at the mm. moment has uh, finally put the ball into play now and it's been just kicked straight out again for a Hitchin throw in. Yeah, Hitchin will take that, they're going to keep the pressure on here down their right hand side, King from left to right of course in this second half at the Premier Plus Stadium. 
If you are just joining us, it's nil-nil in this League Cup Round 1 tie. This is HCFC Radio, Freddie Cardi and Mara Kelly, and it's your commentary team. Do send us a message if you're enjoying the commentary, if you've got anything to say for this game. Any shout-outs, we're more than happy to give as well. As Sydney's come out from <laughs> midfield, Laurie Marshall, a little bit of a needless foul on Jake Battersby. Uh, sorry, Joe Sutton, just suspending that a minute. And then Dan Webb not really doing much wrong there, bringing down Ri Richard Noel, but... There was enough contact for the referee to adjudge it a foul. And now Jake Battersby out on the left, plays one into the middle, uh, exchanges it with nice Richard Noll, goes round Laurie Marsh as well. Now Cody Cole Stevens, he wins the ball back in illegal means as well. At one point, it looked like he was going to have to bring his man down as the ball can be cleared. We had a bit of drama at half time, didn't we? A lost credit card and then the 50 50 winner. Have you ever been on the end of any sort of lottery? Um, related or anything? No, I, I just I had a scratch card win, which was really fortunate one time because you know, they used to be like 50p in a pound back in them days, and I was oh. kind of I had a little bit of change left over, and I said, "Oh, go and give us a scratch <laughs> card," and I scratched it, won a tenner. <laughs> so yes. it was amazing, really. But uh, no, I'm not normally that lucky when it comes to those kind of things. Yeah. Although we do have a nibble at the lottery sometimes. Mm. Well, Brian, when we went up to Bedworth a couple of seasons ago, Brian Gray, of course, was on commentary that day with me. And he won the 50-50, so yeah, that was a, a happy kit. journey home. I don't, think, <laughs> yeah. I don't think he bought us anything. I think he just kept that money for for a rainy day. But Why not? How much was it? Time. I think it was in the 60s. Was 10, 60 quid or so. It might even have been more than that. Here's Kai Teal. Plays wide in turn to Rio de Silva. He's onside. And he keeps the ball in play as well. He's trying to use those tricky feet. He's just brushing the cobwebs off him a little bit. You can tell he's warming them up. He's won a throw in as well. Alex Brown. To take for the Canaries. Brown throwing it back into Ryan Smith. Hitching two players with former St. Neots connections. Cody got Stevens being one. St. Neots, nothing going the other way. You see, uh, Freddie, sorry, I just can't understand that, right? We're, mm. we're halfway into their half and now we're right away back in our own 18 yard box. What's going on with that? Not sure, but someone's just lost their shin pad and they can have to put that back in quickly. He's not <laughs> quite sure, but. Yeah, that's the wrong oh, place no, to put it, mate. Oh, he's tucking it down. He's trying, is he going to play cricket that's or something? That's the number he's 15. It, he's yeah. just come on as well, maybe. Put it down like the sun doesn't shine. He's going to give that a little miss, but yeah, never <laughs> seen that used before. So. Well, not a shin pad. No, at, least. at the moment, he's got one sock with no shin pad, but. Oh, he's pulling it up. <laughs> it's Jake Battersby. Uh, sorry, the substitute, Brendan Shivani, but. He's got one shin push where it's supposed to be and one in a different position. So yeah. unless he had other worries, he thought, I'm not going to use my left foot much. He, know, he knows what he's doing, here's obviously. Laurie Marsh down the line, flicked on by Lewis Barker. Shivani will pick it up now. If he gets injured, he's going to look like a mug at the moment as Barker plays into Ryan Smith, across into uh, Alex Brown. He's got uh, Rio de Silva down the left-hand side. Just needs to make that run. Brown's going to continue. Stabs into his brother on the edge of the box. Oh, plays back in time. Oh, Brown ref. is brought down. The nope. only one appealing is, is Alex's brother. I love that loyalty, but there wasn't a foul there. He just seemed to tumble over. And George Whitehall will collect the ball, but that's the link-up play between the brother's grin. <laughs> the brother's grin, eh? <laughs> that one seems to have stuck. <laughs> that definitely it? stuck. They love it as well. I mean, <laughs> if they didn't, they wouldn't tell you. So Sure. As Teal wins it back, but illegally, Luke Brown's going to stick one in the back of it. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Well, we saw a rush to one of the best disallowed goals you'll ever see. When the, a free kick was given on the halfway line, the midfielder whacked up and walloped it over Charlie Horlock from about 60 yards. That's right. But Luke Brown wasn't far away there. He found the back of the net from good range too. So Hitchin right. finding the net, but yeah, no not chance in, of it being not in allowed. play, unfortunately. So goal, uh, free kick for George Whitehall, benefiting from that. Foul Kai Teal made. He's in an all-green goalie strip today, whereas Charlie Horlock's in the 
Got long sleeved orange shirt. And it's almost half long sleeved as Whitehall's. Charlie mm. Horlock's not taking any risks. And Whitehall's going to take this now. Centrally, out onto the right hand side for St. Neers. And Alex Brown's over there pressuring uh, Richard Knoll. Who oh, now Ryan Smith down the left hand side. Rio de Silva oh, just Rio. stumbles upon it. And it's one back well by Mamadou Job, who slips the ball down the line. That's a nice bit of play because Miles Cowling can bring it away. Cowling. Marsh Brown forward again uh, into Warren Smith down the left hand side. He's left it for Jake Battersby. He's going to run onto it. Battersby onto his left doesn't get the cross right. And Charlie Horlock can let that run behind. It was a shame in the end because they broke with real pace. And that's what Sydney Eats have done. That's why they've done so well in the league so far. Those kind of moves. Well, I think it's a wasted opportunity, to be fair, because they had three people in the box already to get on the end of that. And he's just he's just put it out. I mean, I can't, can you put that down to the, the breeze? Is it wind, that windy out there? I think he just scuffed it. I do too. Yeah, well, it was a shame for St. Neers because they have really haven't had many chances like that at all, but weren't far away there. <laughs> Look at that. Just uh, seeing the home side dug out there just toying with the ball and kicking it away from Hitchin who have got a free kick on the far side just in front of the home dugout. Mm. Uh, it looks like a free kick actually they've got. No shin pad update to bring you. Uh, well, we'll have to keep an eye out, but if he has moved it where, to where it should be, I haven't noticed. No. But there we go. It's doing a job wherever it is. <laughs> we also had the, the camera, Michael Jones's massive camera that he puts up here and on a long stick that will film the game. And that almost got knocked over by clearance a few minutes ago too. So It did, yeah. Free kick for the Saints now, attacking Hitchin's goal. And flag brigade are up there. Sorry, free kick for Hitchin. In fact, Alex Brown to take. And Hitchin fans... In their away strip, that FA Cup commemorative strip, only got one run out with Hitchin knocked out of the FA Cup at home in the second round. But they're going to keep using it throughout the season. What a lovely kit it is That's as well as Brown. Close one in, headed in by Luke Brown. And maybe almost going to have been better off leaving that for someone running into the box. Yeah, no, I think it's obviously something that they've spoke about and worked on because um, he, f he picked him out absolutely perfectly. But uh, maybe just a bit too much pace on it and uh, Brownie not being able to get a full head on it. Steel tackled well by Alex Brown. That'll go out for Brown as well. It's on the grassy bank out on that far side. So they'll wait for a fan to chuck it back. It's half time in Barcelona. Barcelona women two, uh, Arsenal nil in a very tough Champions League game. For the Gunners, who've won every game in the league so far this season, top of the table into the semi-finals of the FA Cup too. But sometimes you meet your match in these big European competitions, and they have done tonight. There's a yeah, big game tomorrow night as well, Chelsea Wolfsburg, and all games stream live on YouTube too. So I'd really recommend 189 the attendance. Great, that's not bad on a rainy Tuesday night. I can tell you that. Yeah, good crowd here at the Premier Plus Stadium, and. Just going to see some familiar Hitchin fans making the journey. Is Lewis Barker into the box? A rare it. opportunity for him. Hit it. Barker oh, saved. Don't square Rio it. Silva's there. Oh. And it's headed off the line. That's Back to Lewis Barker. Savior. Crosses one across. How unlucky for Hitchin there. As the ball gone behind, it must have done. But Lewis Barker, out of all the people you want, as much as we love him, just yeah. not quite the man for that job. But it wasn't the worst shot. It was an easy save. And then Rio de Silva, how has he not scored? What a header on the line. But right yeah. place at the right time as well. Yeah, I mean, that's a, they've defended with, 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 uh, with their lives at, the, at this game at yeah, the moment. Yeah, brilliant. They've done really well. And that just, uh, again, that just complements how they're playing defensively. Space is opening up in behind, though, for Hitchin to exploit. And they'll try and do the same here. Rio de Silva 
Kai Teal, he's going to have a key role in the second half. Lewis Barker again with uh, the on-rushing. Laurie Marsh to his right. Laurie Marsh is found. He's going to try and get a cross in. And right. that will fly behind over the stand. It's a shame for Hitchin. Yeah, I mean... Just haven't had these right players in the right areas. A little lack of that, you know, that gift in the final third. To be fair, he should have he should have had a crack rather than trying to square that across the box. I mean, he was he was really one-on-one. -on -one. I know it was a, a bit of an angle for him, but, uh, but take it on, man. Mm. Well, Sydney, Southern League Cup winners in 2014 under Zima and Nathan Abbey. I know you worked with Zima. Yeah, no, uh, Zima well. He led them to, to victory. He was sacked the next season after a poor start to the 14-15 campaign. But well. great to see some familiar faces who've, who've won the trophy. If it's good enough for Ranieri, it's good enough for him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, no, why they've done that, I, I've, I've yeah. got, you know. Well, it'd be nice to have them here today, but I know Zima's enjoying life with his... His young child as well. We saw them at Barton Rovers in pre-season, which was great to, to catch up for you, I know. Yeah, no, he looked, he looked great. He just mm. looked stress-free. Yeah, brilliant. And enjoying the, the delights of non-league football as well with, with, a, with a young kid as well. Must be lovely for him at the moment. Absolutely. As Cody got Stevens into Ryan Smith. Luke Brown's in front, but they play it out onto the left-hand side for Alex Brown. Smith again. And just don't want to be sucked into this void where they just knock the ball around, not really moving it forward. And they've almost got to catch Sydney's on the back foot as well, haven't they? When they're, they're trying to come forward, almost the counter attack is the best option at the moment. But you can't just force a counter attack when you've got this much possession. No, <laughs> no, you, you need to be in the in the in the other state. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can see that Hitchin have, you know, they've come out and and they're they're having a they're having a go. They've raised their game a little bit and seem to be on the front foot a little bit more. Yeah, 56 minutes played here. It is goalless. And yes, the top goal scorer, Joseph Ryder on the bench. Hitchens' top scorers played three games for South Shields. Right. So that shows you the difference between the two clubs. And even here, half the goals that Ryder's managed to muster. That's the ball's ball. in from Alex Brown. It almost falls to mm. Dan Webb at the back post, but too much on that. And it's beyond Webb, but Hitchin having the chances. Yeah, it's just the ball seems to be zipping off this pitch. I mean, it's uh, it's obviously had a little bit of rain come down on it and, um, you know, some of these passes are just picking up pace as they come off the turf. Well, here we go. Joe Ryder coming on for the Saints. Nine, 11 goals in nine league games, two hat-tricks, one against Barton Rovers, one against Kempston Rovers. Mm. Four penalties scored as well. So if we do go to a shootout, he's going to be... A danger man, but what a player to bring on. I would have thought so. Yeah, well, th now we've seen it, haven't we? Now we'll see why they had him on oh, the Oh, Ryan Smith's running back on the edge of the box. He finds Luke Brown just taken onto the edge. He gets a shot away. It oh, falls into the box for Kai Teal. Takes it away from well. the goalkeeper. He's almost fouled. Back to Lewis Barker. Crosses one in. It's cleared away. But Hitchens starting to create some chances here. They're really piling the pressure on Luke Brown. What a role he's, he's had as well in this game. That's just where you want him on the edge of that penalty area. Yeah, no, I mean, I think I think he's done well actually up up front there with um, with De Silva. I think he's they're they're doing really well. Ball cleared away here. There'll be another throw in. Let's see who's going to come off. I think it's this number seven, so Quine Marsh Brown. So both debutants taken off uh, at the start, pretty much at the start of the second half. And with Joseph Ryder and Brendan Shabani on, that's a strong bench to call upon and. Ryder, he'll get a warm round of applause as he comes on. And for Hitchin, they've got to be very wary. Yeah, I think if 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 St. Neots are going two up front now to match what mm. Hitchin are up to now, they've got the <laughs> they've obviously got that partnership yeah. up front, which is pr tried and tested and uh, and danger definitely dangerous for Hitchin now. What can they do with that partnership? We'll have to wait and see. But a good time to bring your top player on anyway. Yeah, absolutely. To have one to bring on. 
We'll just wait for the substitution to be made and then we'll have a throw in here. Do make sure to, to tweet us or send us a message on our website, hdfc.radio12345.com. We will love to hear from you. Yep. You're enjoying this one. Yeah, we usually have plenty of messages on, sa on Saturday as well. One telling me what County Stourbridge is in. I did do some research. It used to be in Worcestershire and they moved the borders. So, yeah. Nice bit of stick for that, but yeah. I mean, I'd be more concerned about my team winning three 0 But yeah. fair enough, yeah. you've got to correct me. I'd have, I'd have shouted at the radio too, to be fair. As Charlie Horlock has it inside the box, he's gonna play long, looking for Luke Brown. He just lets that one go over his head, and now Laurie well Marsh up, heads Laurie away Marsh. again, headed down now by Mamadou Job, who's done well at the back actually in this game. As Cody Cox Stevens nearly fouled by the skipper Cowling, but Hitchin win it back again. Between one-way traffic in the second half. Luke Brown wide to his brother. He just steps across Cowling. But Cowling, he's looked really good in midfield. Nipping around, winning everything back. But go. now Rio de Silva. He's got a bit of space and time to run into. He's going to find Lewis Barker. But there was a foul in the build-up. Uh, benefiting Hitchin? Hitchin, though. And there's going to be a yellow card there, too. But really... Aye, you should play the advantage yeah, there. Yeah, a bit surprised. Yeah, but... Um, Dan Webb has got hands on his head. He's not happy with that at all. I Lewis Barker could, could well get a rare goal in this game as well. Well, yeah, <laughs> if, he, if he pulls the trigger, it would yeah. uh, definitely be nice to, to see that. He should have pulled the trigger on the earlier uh, attempt rather than sort of trying to square it. But uh, he's, he's not a man who's uh, prominent in front of goal. We know that. But um, yep. he, he's had a couple of chances actually in this game. And the Albanian youth international Brendan Shabani has picked up a yellow card uh, for that one. Mm. Um, and we'll just wait to take this free kick. The referee finally taking his time and administering the booking. So Hitchin have got most players up there. They've only got Georgiou and Alex Brown hanging behind Cody Cot Stevens in the centre of the park. So it'll be a chance. 3 0 to Barcelona. And that could get a bit messy. What a team they have. And yeah, Arsenal, different, different league. Yeah, different league. But Arsenal won't, won't mind. The other two games in the group, very much winnable. Uh, Hoffenheim beat Kogge 6-0 earlier. So That's a good one. Oh, oh Lewis, Lewis Barker, Barker dearie me. <laughs> I mean, head it the way you're facing, <laughs> but make sure you're facing the goal, Lewis. Yeah, <laughs> he's a player. He doesn't often get in those positions. I know it may sound like we're having a little laugh at times, but he's not known for finding the back of the net. He's barely played as well this season, but I he's in the right areas. That's what I'm saying. To be fair to him, he's getting himself in the positions now, and it's, it's encouraging to see your midfield. I bet as well if he scores, I'll have a celebration lined up as well. well I bet I'll he bet. will. And his social media will be a nightmare for the next two weeks if he, if he gets on in. Here's Alex Brown into Barker again. You Gets there in front of the man. Oh, that's a foul. That's that is what he foul. is known for, sliding yeah, in there. So. And he's going to pick up a booking there. No question about it. It was a really poor tackle. Yeah, it was. It was one of those, uh, oh, no, I've made a, a, an error. Uh, I'm going to kick the geezer. <laughs> yeah, Paul from Barker. He'll pick up a booking. So two in two minutes. One for Barker and one for Brendan Shabani. The two midfielders cautioned. <laughs> he played 62 minutes. Still goalless, but... Really yeah. hitching with that, you know, hitting the crossbar and a shot cleared off the line at the end of the yeah. first half. They've continued that form in, into the second period. Well, it's livened up for me in the, in the in the second half. It's which is what I was hoping it would do. Uh, and I think, you know, to be to be fair, I think it's only a matter of time before someone scores. At the moment, it looks like hitching, but uh, that can go pear-shaped very quickly, as we're fully aware. Tell you what, these chips are still warm. If they're warm by the end of the game, we are laughing. 
You're laughing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got to brave it. Five minute walk to the station. And yeah. then hopefully, I mean, I mean, I went to the to Boreham Wood on Saturday. It was a lovely heated waiting room after standing in the cold for an hour, really? an hour nice. and a half. So hopefully we get something similar or we don't have to wait too long for our train anyway. Yeah, no, that'd be good. There's Sydney is now trying come. to break into the box down the right-hand side. It's played across. Oh it falls at the back post. And it's a great save by Charlie Orlock. It's cleared away. It was that man, Joe Ryder, into the box. And really hitching, not picking him up, not dealing with it. Reliant on Charlie Orlock. He makes his first real save of the game. Yeah, he's done well there. Had to get down real sharpish to his right-hand side. And uh, and like you say, that man Ryder's come on. And uh, and why they're not picking him up is beyond me. Um, seems to be a little bit of a discussion going on. I think Dan Webb's just sort of organising everything. That having two strikers now as well is going to change a little thing bit defensively. Corner in swung in. Cody Cut-Stevens can head away. They need to clear that second ball. And Kai Till does, but only as far as batters beat. Well, there you go. shot is Who's a long way wide. <laughs> <laughs> he has battered it. <laughs> <laughs> and Charlie Horlock will have to jog over to take the goal kick. That nearly, went, that nearly hit the corner flag, that one. Yeah, it wasn't a, wasn't a great effort. And Horlock will take this one. So there is a man down, actually, for St. Neitz. We saw Dan Ackerwin go off of injury in the first half in the... Only the 13th minute, he was replaced by young Stan Georgiou, and he's had a good game. He's played really well, actually, to be fair to the boy. Mm. Well, the match will be an interesting one today, but... For Hitchin at the moment, I mean, you'd say they should be in front, but at least we're saying that rather than thinking they need to create a chance. Yeah, or rather, or, or we're 1-0 down or something, you know. Um, we're, we're, we're still very much in it. And and like, there's there's not too much in, in, in these two sides, you know, very evenly matched game. Especially with the, the subs St. Neitz have made in the second half. They were hoping to rest some players, but I think they'd always have known uh, that they were going to be coming on. Uh, Jeff sent us. Hello, Jeff. I love this. Stead on the bench. South Shields lose three 0 and a big smiley face emoji. So <laughs> he's enjoying that anyway. At least. I um, mean, it's a tough to to build division that Northern League. So Charlie Holt of the goal kick, but that's why I guess Stead's on the bench. You get punished. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. All up to taking the centre of his six-yard box. The Sydney's players enjoying a little tactical timeout while that injury. Uh, was being sorted out. I think it was Battersby's just going to get some treatment now. Now Laurie Marsh down the right, looking for Luke Brown, headed away well, coming our way, almost takes up the camera as well, but misses it. Now Laurie Marsh into Luke Brown, a bit of space on the right, finds Teal, nice from him, down the right. It's just into that little area of uncertainty, but it's defended well by Job, as it can be cleared away. And now... George Ewson defending to do, playing him back into Charlie Hall. Look, he made that good save a couple of minutes ago. But I think he'll, he'll be glad he's been called into action a lot less than, than on Saturday. He was very, very busy. Oh, definitely. Has been the last few games too. And, uh, a little bit of a night off, but you've got to keep switched on. He's one of the best in the business at doing just so. Battersby again, tackled by Laurie Marsh. Game's just shifting towards Sydney. It's in the last few minutes. Allowed to have a bit of possession. Create... Some opportunities too, but they've given it away and Alex Brown can find <coughs> Ryan Smith in the centre of the park. As we've just... I think... I hope you can still hear me anyway, because I can't hear me, but... Yeah, you're all right. We'll keep going. <laughs> yeah, we're still good. We're still good. Here right. comes Laurie Marsh. Good run from him from the centre of the park, looking to dink it past the defender. And uh, Lewis Barker's going to let this one trickle out for a, for a throw-in. Yeah, I can't, I can't hear me or I can't hear you. Oh, there we go. I'm back. I mean, it's just a little bit of a connection, but 
There we go. I'm sure Don't worry, Freddie. All good. Can't lose Never in you, doubt. Mate. We had we had some pretty bad technical problems here actually last year. So that was the, when we converted the servers, and it's been plain sailing ever since. So yeah, this yeah. could be a bit of a cursed ground, but all going well tonight. Marsh down by the byline just to get across in. It's a good sliding tackle. And that ball will fly behind by a little shed that says Tuck Shop, sweets and cold drinks. But I don't think that's been open for a bit. But no, the a little place where the food is sold are doing well. They were. Busy tonight. Hot drinks, I suppose, at a premium. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is my second cup of coffee to yeah. tonight. <laughs> but, wow, we have struck gold here, though, with this heater in this press box. Very, very grateful indeed. 67 played, nil-nil. Teal with another corner. And Hitchin just haven't got these set pieces right the entirety of the season. It's Not at the moment. You know, those simple things you can try and change. Yeah, we, well, we keep practising. We've got another mm. one here now to have a little pop at. And, like you say, Carl Till is going to be an outswinging... Uh, Right footer, here he goes. Till then, low again into Luke Brown, who controls it, gets into the box, shoots, it's blocked well, didn't really have much power, but Brown slides in again well. Now Till digs the cross in, Found and it. it's straight to uh, straight to Cowling on the edge of the box, he plays forward, but Goldie got Stevens and Till, what a tackle. <laughs> Both of them combining <laughs> Joint tackle. Uh, on Joe Sutton. Now the ball into Goldie got Stevens. No Lee Watkins, by the way, today, the, uh, the club captain. He scored the equaliser against Harlow on Saturday, but they were without him. There's uh, Joe Sutton taking the ball forward again. He was on the bench in that game, but taking advantage, I guess, of Watkins not playing. And He's got a little problem with his boot now. Everything's falling off at the moment. Yeah, I wonder where he's going to put the boot then. <laughs> there you go. He's, They're making another the right substitution. Looks like the 11's coming off. Yeah, Jake Battersby's not at his finest of nights, I think. We saw that with the shot yeah. as well. It's been a tough game for him up against... Uh, Laurie Marsh, he's done a really good game using all of his experience and uh, Julinho Gomez is going to come on but Battersby, probably the right decision replacing him. Yeah, no, he's, he's had a couple of uh, nibs at him as well so mm. like you say, probably a good time now to sort of uh, get him off and get him, uh, save him for the league. <coughs> so Gomez on, he's doing off his laces now is Joe Sutton and we've got uh, about uh, 21 minutes left at the Premier Plus Stadium. I think we need a winner tonight. As far as I'm aware, no replays. Which should no. be straight to pens. Otherwise, we're going to be on a fairly late train if we go to extra time. Yeah, hopefully there'll be a late train. I'm sure Hannah will want to go to bed at some point. She's picking us up from the station. <laughs> yeah. Aaron Smith with the free kick for the Saints. Down the line. Fairly simple into uh, Saturn, who was up there. But now De Silva. Always winning this ball back and now looking to counter with Luke Brown. Ball. What a pass into Kai Teal, who doesn't quite get on the end of it. It's all hands on deck for uh, Winford Marfo, who clears well. Yeah, uh, another player signed from Leighton Orient in the summer. So much quality in these uh, in these St. Neots ranks. Some former you know, EFL players at, at youth level, you've a lot of former Cambridge players, and then there's a little Leighton Orient connection too. The linesman's just checking the ball here. A little squeeze here. Giving it back to Laurie Marsh, the referee taking that into his own hands. But Marsh is going to take it into Barker, chests it down, goes back out to Laurie Marsh. Now onto his left foot, Barker again. 
Slips it across into Ryan Smith, who shoots. He hits Burke and goes in, and he's onside as well. And Hitchin take the lead. It was the shot from Ryan Smith that created it. And Luke Brown, it was luck. It was fortune. He won't care one bit. That's why he's starting up front in the right place at the right time. And Hitchin take the lead. Yeah, not before, t not before time as well. It's been coming, if I'm, if I'm honest. We have sort of raised the bar a little tiny bit, and, uh, and it's paying off. Ryan Smith. Yeah, Smudge is getting all the cuddles. Any? Is that taking a deflection of Brown or Smith all the way through? Uh, well, I'm not sure actually. It did to me. It looked like it. Luke Brown stuck a foot out and I just made yeah. sure that it went into the corner of the net. It looked like it hit him for me, but we'll wait and see what the hitch in Twitter will come up and say. We'll go with that as a official line. But either way, nice from Ryan Smith. Nice from Barkis. He might well claim an assist here as well. Yeah. Um, it was a nice move from Hitchin. Laurie Marsh playing it across and Barker just doing the simple thing. Yeah. Smith having a long shot. That's why you have them. Yeah. And Luke no. Brown in there as well. Uh, Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, like I say, low and hard across the box, as we've been saying, uh, causes a little bit of confusion and uh, we're at 1-0. So after that massive Charlie Horlock save, Hitchin take the lead at the Premier Plus Stadium. My first goal uh, in two games anyway, after going back to back uh, without getting anywhere on the score sheet. Luke Brown, if it is him, it's his fourth for the season two. Uh, but Ryan Smith getting the credit with that low drive. So we'll have to just see if Luke Brown did get the touch. Of course, we'll ask him afterwards. Uh, but for Ryan Smith, he doesn't get many as well. No. He's deserved that. Yeah, no, great, great player. Like I say, I mean, you know, he's, he's done super well, hasn't he? So 1-0 to Hitchin, and they're hungry for more. Brown again. He just plays it to himself down the left. He tries to dig out a ball back across, but it's blocked well. And now the onus is on St. Neitz to see what they can provide. We haven't seen much of it, but they've got the players on the pitch now. They've got their A-team on. And the header is back to Charlie Horlock. He's going to take a little time on this. I suppose Hitchin have got to be careful. There's, you know, stalling the game a little bit. as positives and negatives. Maybe we're a little early to be, to be doing that. So Horlock going long, looking for Rio de Silva. It was just running offside, but Sydney has have it back. Cody got Stevens again, stepping in. Uh, it's left by Luke Brown, uh, the hitch in Twitter is saying, and sneaks in the inside of the box. So Ryan Smith will take the credit, but I suppose Luke Brown as well. It doesn't help if you're in goal too, so he's got to take some credit for that too. Was it definitely Ryan Smith definitely or, Ryan Smith or Lewis Barker? Ryan Smith shot, okay. and then Luke Brown was in there, but he let it go, we hear. Okay. Um, I thought he touched it, so we'll have to ask him afterwards. But as we say, either way, Hitchin will not care. And you can see the no. celebrations as well. That's a real team spirit getting around. They know how much that goal's going to mean. Whoever scored it for yeah. the whole team, they'll all be celebrating. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, it's almost sort of like a little bit of relief, really, isn't it? You know, and uh, I, but listen, this game's far from done, mate. I'm telling you that now because uh, St. Neitz have got the ability now. They've got their, like, their, their big guns on the pitch and uh, it, it, they can spin it. So 1-0 to the Canaries, 17 minutes left as well, and that is where the clock starts to move fairly slow. Hitchin looking to progress into the second uh, qualifying, uh, second round proper. They were given a bye in the preliminary round as for St. Neots, who were also knocked out of the FA Trophy recently by fellow league side Bedford Town. I suppose we've got that to look forward to as well. I do like the FA Trophy, because yeah. there was a step-free side in Hornchurch who won it last year, which shows it is possible. Yep. You know, if you think you've got National League, National League South for North, and then all the step-free clubs, and for, for a step-free club to be winning, it would be, you know, the equivalent of a League One side winning the FA Cup, which yeah, so is a brilliant statement from Hornchurch. That's going to trickle harmlessly through to Charlie Horlock, and uh, he'll pick that up. 
in his own time. Mm. So Hitchin looking for a first win since that Barwell game, that late goal from Callumstead. And it would be a first win without Stead scoring uh, since the start of August as well. Oh, behave. So it would be a, a, a much, much needed victory. Stevenage have equalised away at Oxford United. Coldicott Stevens threw into Luke Brown. They're brought down. Uh, but limited appeals are a foul. Good tackle there by Coldicott Stevens and Laurie Marsh down the line. But that doesn't find Luke Brown. Not at all, no, that's gone out, in fact, for a, a throw into St. Neitz. Sure Ryan Smith will be very happy with that goal. The midfielder who joined from Northampton initially on loan a couple of years ago, a left-sided player who's struggled a bit in recent years, but seems to have found his form this season. Now Luke Brown jesting it down. 1-0 to the Canaries on their travels here at St. Neitz, and it's Kai Teal playing across, cleared only as far as Luke Brown, stabs it no. outside of the foot. And nowhere near the goal in the end. That's where you maybe just want to go with your left foot there. Asking really a lot to try and bend that one in from that kind of angle. Has he got, have you got a left foot, have you, Brownie? Come <laughs> on, big grin, tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Show or us. shift it across the box as well. I mean, we're not 5-0 up, so... Exactly. If it goes that. in, it's incredible and defies the laws of physics, but... It didn't. Yeah, nowhere near in the end. It's giving the ball away as well. Oh, they look like they were going to, but Stan Georgie can win it back eventually. He's, done he's great going to try forward on. down the left-hand side. He looks very, very confident. Jamie Reid, the scorer for Oh, Steve look Nish. at that. And it's still Georgiou getting down the left-hand side. He wants the left-winger spot. And he he's takes a cross in as well, which has to be thumped away. Great. Oh, Marfo, this is brilliant from Georgiou. Michael Jones must be proud as punch watching him. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he hasn't come on and sort of made do. He's come on and, <laughs> and proved a yeah. point, hasn't he? He's not sitting there trying to defend. And Dan Webb can just say, actually, you're coming back now, please. We yeah. are 1-0 <laughs> up. But he'll be secretly smiling with that as well because it just takes the Great pressure run. off the defence as well, doesn't it, when you're flying up that wing? Absolutely. And to be fair, I don't think anybody else was expecting it, really. But mm. he, he walks, walks his way past like three or four uh, St. Neitz players down there. And uh, again, they had to thump it out to, uh, to stop, the, stop the run. 14 left then for Hitchin to secure a place in the second round of the Southern League Cup. And make a change to their last game in the competition, that 5-0 defeat to Welling Garden City. Don't. They're turning things around a little bit here. and Just such a vital win with morale, confidence, everything. And Certainly was something that we needed. You know, yeah. even if even a goal in, in normal mm. play has been like, you even know, great. Even if we, you know, win it on penalties <laughs> or something, that's just <laughs> such a brilliant way to, you know, for the team to move on and... Into tough games, back-to-back -back. Hensford and Barwell in the space, uh, not Barwell, Colville in Colville. the space of three days. and cool, that's tough. Isn't yeah, it? Uh, a big old away trip. You know, we know Hitchens away form, but you know, this will be a second away win. Uh, not in the league, of course. Uh, you'd have to go back to October last year for the last away win in the league with St. Uh, St. Neitz crossing one, one into the back post. Oh, is the wow, he missed Rebound. That. And it's in. It's in. There you go. I told you. There's the equaliser for uh, St. Neitz. All too easy, the defence switching off once again. And I think it's uh, near Richard Knoll with the final touch. They hit the crossbar a couple of times in this one now. And Richard Knoll had an easy job to do. There were a load of defenders on the line, but he managed to place it through. And that's one all. That's why you do not switch off when there's a, you know, when these, these quality strikers and itching are punished. Yeah, no, like I said, the game is far from done and uh, and there you go. I hate to be right sometimes, but um, let's see what uh, what Hitchin can do now to, uh, to make an amends. 
Well, elapsing concentration at the back again, Marak. What went wrong there? Yeah, you like you just nailed it, mate. Elapsing concentration at the back, a, a, a little bit of sort of, oh yeah, mm. hang on a minute, and uh, and and lots of commitment uh, going forward from St Neots, and um, the ball bounced around. It should have gone in the first time, really. How that hit the crossbar and didn't go in is beyond me, but it did mm. bounce kindly back out to St Neots, who are actually on the attack yeah, again now. They're going to try Freddy. a few more crosses in because that's where Hitchin were caught out, and they're going to ding one in again, again here. Stan George, you heads away well. Now you've got to get on the second ball this game just reverts to how we were for the majority of the first half and about 20 minutes of the second half it's never all to do again with Laurie Marsh over the top and it's a good header back into the goalkeeper this is where Hitchin can really get caught we've often conceded goals in little two three minute bursts because yeah. the heads just drop after conceding now Dan Webb just turns on the edge of his box this well next five minutes are absolutely vital in this game as Kai Teal clears good from him and he wins a throw in for the Canaries too yeah, I mean, uh, this this will show what we've got. You know, how can we? Uh, you know, how do we react to, to to having a goal scored against us? We've seen it in the past, not very well. But uh, you, you know, we have to just uh, we have to just get our heads down now and and crack on. Good tackle in there uh, by Cody Cut Stevens and Ryder. He's playing in more of a midfield role today, kind of in behind uh, Richard Knoll, Cambridge United loanee. That's his sixth goal of the season, by the way. And of course, we've got. <laughs> Ryder to see what he can do as well. Maybe well, I have a couple of shots from distance, but I mean we haven't been told if it's penalties, extra time replay, but it's only one we're finding out. That's the way it's going. Whatever of those three, it's going to be. That's the way it's going at the moment. And I'm trying to think of recent games that have gone down to penalties, and nothing comes to <laughs> mind. But Hitchin have got good calibre in penalty shootouts, I can tell you. And in Charlie Horlock between the sticks, they're blessed with a safe pair of hands especially uh, from the penalty spots that was always Michael Johnson's speciality but yeah. Horlock too yeah no Charlie Horlock's a very safe pair of hands to have in a penalty shootout you've got to feel sort of confident 10 minutes left then this game really could go either way on HTFC Radio. St. Neers trailed by one goal to nil uh, when Ryan Smith's strike found the bottom corner left by Luke Brown. It was a tidy finish in the end, but uh, St. Neers uh, bouncing back just eight minutes later uh, with an easy tap-in in the end uh, for Neo uh, Richard Noel. It was a, an easy enough finish. Still had to squeeze it through a couple of defenders on the line. That was just after they hit the crossbar in the same move. Yeah. And to Crazy. be fair, that's what you get. You get punished, even though if you're playing a side in the league below. If they got a good strike, if you switch off, you will get punished. And we've seen that the last couple of games now. Yeah, no, we have exactly indeed that. He's going to have to reset and go again. Still no signs of any subs. Henry Snee might get a run out, but I think you, you, you'll get your money's worth, you know, leaving Brown and, and De Silva up there. Yeah, no, I think, I think uh, at the moment the team that's on the pitch is capable of winning it. I definitely do think that. As here comes uh, Laurie Marsh now with a big dink through looking for De Silva. Nice De Silva chests it down, tries to play it wide. He just gets there. Oh, oh he's taken ref. out from behind. Play the advantage. No. No, that's Ryan not Ryan Smith doesn't mind that as well. That should be a yellow card. I would have thought so, yeah. And see, the physio is going to come on. It really wasn't a nice tackle no. on Rio de Silva. Well, there you go. Snee's just been sent to warm up there yeah. after de Silva's been taken out. Um, so, yeah, you could be right. He might be coming on <laughs> to get a little game. Mm, be interesting. He's taken Luke Brown off regularly in recent games. I'd really advise against that today. Yeah, don't do that today. The man's doing really well up front. Winford Marfo uh, will be booked. So that's the third of the game. The captain will complain, as, as always, Miles Cowling. But a yellow card for, for Marfo and a free kick for Hitchin. The silver still 
sitting down. Is that Kieran Jones over there having a little drink? I think it is. You can spot Snee with that hair. You he's can, out there yeah. warming he's up. A, he's warming up, yeah. So. Jonesy coming on to do what? No, it's Alex Brown, I think, having a little drink and having a chat, I think. Is it? Okay, that's good, because I, I couldn't yeah. work out why bring Kieran Jones on and we're at one Yeah, especially after fair. leaving him off and, you know, when, when the Jacobin injury happens. But yeah. still, they're still receiving treatment, which may be why Henry C's gone out to warm up alongside Uriah Gordon and Douglas. And mm. It could be a good chance for Snead to get his first goal of the season if he... Nick a winner here at the moment. We're going to play a fair bit of extra time. At the where end. does where does a Roger Gordon Douglas usually play? Uh, I think he's a winger. He was at Northampton Towns Academy. Spent a bit of time at Daventry Town since then. He's signed forms for the season, but hasn't got a look in. I mean, I suppose, I suppose he's second fiddle to even Malachi Black, but we've right. seen a little bit of him, but very little. Yeah, he's a big lad, isn't he? Yes, he is. And sort of player you might want in the box if you're gonna. Send some balls in too. Anyway, here we go. Hitchin Town have got a free kick. It's uh, it's about 20 yards in. So, Caldicott Stevens floats one into the box. There's a run onto it. Headed back across goal. Oh, there's we go. a spill. Oh, oh, and Luke Brown, how have you Brownie. missed that? How have you put that over the crossbar? Out of all the players on the pitch, I cannot believe what I've seen. He's managed to miss from less than a yard out. The ball was on the bounce and he prodded it over yeah. from close range. How yeah. on earth? I mean, that's the only thing I can say in his defence, really, is that the ball was on the bounce and it was uh, it was quite a high bounce and all he's done is he's just stuck his foot underneath it. So, he looks um, to have hurt himself in the process. He's holding his groin, but what a miss that is. Yeah, he might, li he might live to regret that one. From just... He is holding his groin, isn't he? Just off the goal line. What a chance for Hitchin. If they, if they win this, then Luke Brown's blushes are well and truly spared. You don't often see... A player of his quality missed those chances. A player of any quality, it's a, it's an absolute sitter. There's not really any way to hide from it. Um, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, no, he's supposed to be tucking that away, but it's his first, it's his first run up, up, uh, up in the front of the of, of affairs. So um, you know, you got to give him a little bit. That's lovely from Coldicott Stevens Can't just digging it away. Coldicott Stevens through. Luke Brown slips it onto the silver oh, over the crossbar. The crossbar. And that'll be a, a goal <laughs> kick. But nice from Hitchin again. Yeah, well, we're on the front foot and we're taking the game to him. This is what we want to see, end-to-end -end mm. stuff. Six minutes left. St. Neitz, by the end, a new management since the start of pre-season. Uh, uh, with Pete Gill, who replaced the outgoing Barry Corr in May. Corey accepted a promotion to the management team of Cambridge United. He was practically on loan at the Saints from them. And with the League One... Good dig forward from the Saints to number nine. Charlie Hallock coming off there. Sorry about that. That's all right. It was a good chance as... Georgiou plays wide into uh, Alex Brown. Teal in some space in the halfway line where he's uh, operating so well. He's slipped a lovely ball in. And now Alex Brown, uh. it's Luke Brown, sorry, in his right foot. And the confidence has just drained from him. Taking that shot and blasting it over the crossbar. And he wouldn't be surprised now if Henry Snee does get called upon. But I believe in Brown on. You just never know. He's yeah, having I these mean, chances. He's, in the, he's in getting himself in the positions to have the chances. Yeah. I might, he might be scuffing the chances at the moment, but who, you know, who's to say that somebody else would actually get in that position? So I'd definitely be leaving Luke Brown on. He's doing all right. Mm. Well, they've lost a couple of players in recent weeks. In the years. Both Erin and Aral Amu uh, have left to join Kings Langley in the last week or so. Erin followed his brother. and We hope we don't see that with, with the Marsh twins here, but no. I don't think Laurie is part of uh, Alex's business, so hopefully no. we'll see Laurie stay. He's done a good job at right-back today. Great player. He's done everything asked of him. He'll play anywhere, even if he's not a biggest fan of it, and he's done a really good job tonight. Alongside Stan Georgiou as well, and Dan Webb, and 
Webb can just let this one go for Charlie Hall. Like you sense Hitchin want to win this now. They've missed some crucial chances in the last couple of minutes and they need to win this, you feel. Yeah, no, it's good that we're getting the chances because before we weren't even getting the chances. It was just all falling apart before it even got in the um, in the front end. We'll switch wide now for the Saints. We're in the last few minutes uh, of normal time anyway with about four to go, but I'd expect there'll be four or five minutes of stoppage time so plenty of life left in this one uh, yeah. in normal time anyway as the ball's taken down the touch isn't great he's still going to get into the box he's still going to shoot is richard noel shout yeah. for a penalty no chance he's the mate. only one appealing from lying on the ground like a starfish and now lewis barker can play it back into cody cut stevens he nearly gives it away he does really well to recover and find laurie marsh he finds kai teal teal almost <laughs> falling over the ball and he might just have Picked up a little knock in the process. Good switch here by Laurie Marsh, finding Luke Brown, who's offside, and will be penalised for that. And Tintnitz will just take a little bit of time to rest and recuperate. Arsenal women have pulled one back against Barcelona. Fair play. Will be a big morale boost. What is currently a 3-1 defeat? We'll wait and see who scored, but that will mean a lot for them as. Um, you Aaron played Smith ref playing referee is this time. He's yeah. been a bit selective. Aaron Smith still crosses one in That's over the head of everyone, including Julinho Gomez. Frieda Manham, uh, the summer signing for Arsenal, pulling one back uh, in Catalonia. Ball in again. Cody got Stevens heads clear. Kai Till running onto the second ball, but it's brought down well. Now De Silva flicked onto Till. Looks to the switch to Brown. What a pass this could be. It's just headed back to again. the goalkeeper. Tell you what, Winford Marfo, what a centre-back he's turning yeah, out absolutely. to be. He looks so assured on the ball. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's the third time now. He's just yeah. casually under pressure, nodded it back to his goalkeeper. Oh, ball switch wide from Miles Cowling. Aaron Smith, it was awful from him, unable to bring the ball down. I think he thought he was offside, but he wasn't. No. And Hitchin have a throw-in in the closing stages at the Premier Plus Stadium. Which way is this one going to go? Well, I mean, I can't, I can't call it. I think we're looking at it, really. And I think that St. Neats are, are good for their, uh, for their one-all as well. A few more updates from Jeff, who's our Chris Kamara, really, in the chat today. We're loving it, Jeff. He says, uh, Donner's book for Bradford. I imagine that's Callum Donnelly. Uh, Gallifard, former Hitchin man, equalises for Royston against Needham. Well, thank wow. you, Jeff, for your little League Cup updates. It'll be interesting to see... If Hitchin do get through to the next round, there's always a host of other clubs who you want to come up against with former ties with players and everything, coaches, and yeah. we'll wait and see. Well, but it looks like get there coming first. on, actually, uh, over there. Looks like Snee is readying himself. He's putting his shin pads down. His socks. Well, there's a turn up. Um, <laughs> ah, hard to see who's yeah, coming off at the moment. A revolutionary method of shin pads on your shins from Snee. <laughs> if, you, if you weren't with us earlier on, we had one... Sh uh, we had a... Uh, Brendan Shabani, one of his shin pads slipped out, and rather than putting it back down his shin, he put it in another position. So down his shorts. Down, down his shorts. Stevenage looked to have won it away at Oxford United. What a win that would be Great. for Alex Ravel's side. 2-1 in the 89th minute. Having a really good week or so have Borough. Having a really good season. Good touch here by Luke Brown. He's got De Silva running for it. He plays through to De Silva. The goalkeeper comes out. The goalkeeper claims. That's the link up. That's a good ball through from Luke Brown. Absolutely wonderful there. Just uh, slightly ahead of, uh, of De Silva there. One minute to go here at the Premier Plus Stadium. We are heading for penalties. If it is penalties, I should have checked this before, but I haven't. So we'll all have a little element of surprise unless you know at home. No, nobody knows in the box. <laughs> I can tell that's you typical, that much. That's typical, to be fair, of any League Cup competition. It can really change. Barker now. Oh, lovely touch back into Luke Super Brown. Hard. Brown is going to shoot. The goalkeeper was off his line. It's <laughs> wide of the mark. He should have gone for an aerial option, but he's missed from 
a yard out. I think it was going to be unlikely he was going to score there. The so only three minutes of added time for, some, for one of these sides to try and win it in normal time, regulation time. That's a good ball up. forward. Look at that. It is Charlie Horlock claiming well in the box. He's going to be keeping his penalty hat on. And I think maybe if you're going to bring Snee on, you've got penalties in mind too. Yeah, I mean, uh, I can't I can't see if that move has mm. actually hasn't happened yet, but uh, Snee's gone and sat back down. Yeah, I'm sure Mark Burke having an eye on penalties at this point. Half an eye anyway, if that. But uh, Sydney has ever thrown in the lines <laughs> Everyone's favourite friend, in the, yeah. if you're a Sydney it's fan at the moment, and Not a maybe a decision. last chance for them. They've really had back, been backs against the wall at times in this first, in this second half. But uh, Richard Knoll's 78th minute strike has meant we are still locked, level at one all, and we are set for whatever is in store after the 90-minute mark. We need to find a winner here. Here's uh, the number 10, Joe Sutton. Sutton crossing one in, and a real let off for Hitchin. That flies behind, and Charlie Orlock will. Take a goal kick. I think these sides seem to be settling for the draw. He's taking it quickly, though, and finding Stan Georgiou. Hitchin building from the back again. I'll ask you for your man of the match after this, because we're probably going to have a little stoppage before we go to penalties. Yep. But have a think about that as Charlie Horlock in the orange, flicked on by Kai Teal. There's no one on there because Luke Brown had dropped off to the left-hand side. Now Whitehall uh, for St. Neots. No back option. He's had to choose mm. going forward. And he's, uh, he's found his, uh, his man, yeah. uh, Ryder. Ryder and Richard Noel, I'm sure, will be first names on the penalty sheet. <laughs> with, yeah. uh, with Ryder scoring four in the league this season. Here's, here he is now, picking the ball up on the right-hand side. Ryder's at the edge. Richard Noel, the touch lets him down, but it finds Sutton. Oh and his shot dear. is It's more out. like Chris Sutton, that was. <laughs> <laughs> out almost into the Tesco extra. Well, that's beyond my years anyway, but I'll have to yeah, take your word for it. We got a little giggle from the guy to, to, to my right there, <laughs> <laughs> the microphone guy. Um, yeah, but... Um, OK, if you're looking for my man of the match now, do you know what? I'm going to give it to Stanley Georgiou for coming on uh, un probably unexpectedly uh, and putting in a right shift for Hitchin Town. No, I'd agree with you there. It's a really, really good thing to see someone coming through the academy, coming on in unexpected circumstances with Dan Akerween's injury and making an impact as well. He's barely put a foot Great wrong. Ball. He might have some defending to do now. Richard Noel down the left, stabs oh, one in. Terrible. And that's why that's literally the worst option in the book. Well, it was it was almost like that Luke Brown shot, tried to get it on the outside of his foot and it's just gone horribly wrong. And of course, then you just look stupid, don't you, really? Is there anything left in the last minute of normal time here uh, at the Premier Plus Stadium? 1-1. One, one in the first round of the League Cup. The ball's just being knocked around with Stan Georgiou now. And penalties... Looming. Looming, indeed. Which is always exciting. You, yeah. you cannot complain against penalties, to be fair. So no, if you're listening in, you are not going anywhere. Don't even dare. No one's heading up to bed. Last 15 seconds. Rio de Silva. Back to Laurie Marsh. He's just going to be forced to go backwards here into Stan Georgiou. And the referee, I think, has his whistle to his lips. Georgiou still. There you go. And that is full time, or is it? How far have we come? <laughs> How far are we going? I'll That's tell you the what. question. Are we going to extra time? It's a couple of players down yeah. on their haunches. Richard Knoll, one, and Miles Cowling. He's worked his absolute socks off in the middle of the park. Is it extra time? Is it penalties? We'll have to find out. Yeah, well, he's played a real captain's role, hasn't he, um, today, um, Cowling? He's done really well. And, uh, yeah, like you say, he was the first one to sort of collapse in a pile on the floor. Um, it looks to me, it doesn't really look a bit extra timey out there to me. It does look like 
it's uh, people discussing and pointing the fingers, so it could be selecting penalty takers. We hope so. Straight to penalties. Straight to penalties. That's what the tunnel. That's what we wanted. That's, that's what, what the want. people wanted. Absolutely. Well, uh, you, you've got. Oh, uh, the only problem for hitching is we've got a great guy at stopping penalties, but we've only got one guy that can score them. So do you reckon yeah. they'll let him take all five of them? <laughs> yeah, if he can. Yeah, Tonight, if he can Saints find a way. But let's see who gets the sinniest man of the match. Mamadou Joe. Yeah, he's had a good game. Both centre backs actually. I mean, yeah. in, in the second half they've been under a lot of pressure, but yeah, I uh, thought Marfo done Marfo, well as well. Fantastic. Quality. Yeah, brilliant. But so, uh, yeah, our hitching man of the match was, uh, of, of course, um, San George. Yeah, so two centre backs getting two it. Two centre backs getting it. Penalties it is then for Hitchin. They didn't bring Henry Snee on. They can't do it now. So no. only one really recognised striker in there with Rio de Silva, but that doesn't matter. I look at people like Laurie Marsh, Alex Brown, one. of course, Alex has scored three this season. One. Yeah, I think Webby will probably take one doing a captain's job, but he won't be taking one of the first three, I would have guessed. Mm. You've got to love a penalty shootout. In any format of the game, unless it's the Euro 2020 final. Yeah. But Dan Webb, the captain, I mean, this is all the questions. Do we want to shoot? Which end do we want to shoot? Who wants to have the first pen? Do you want to save the first pen? I mean, ideally, you want to set the target. You want to be kicking first. Yeah, I, I mean, I always like to uh, to defend them first, really. Did it's you? A bit, so yeah, it's a weird one. Maybe it's because I'm a goalkeeper. Um, but uh, I just think if, you, if, you've got the, if you've got the first one and you, and you save one, then it's down to them, really. Mm. You know, puts the heat on them. Well, the listen account is creeping up. People are starting to realise, telling <laughs> each other, yeah, hey, guys, Boy, this is going to penalties. <laughs> That's right. We can tune in just for this. Stephen Esch have won away at Oxford United. A great win for them in the Papa John's Trophy. Go on, about. Uh, so both sides are going to line up on the halfway line. And now let's talk a bit of goalkeeping. Charlie Go Orlock and George Whitehall. Yep. I mean, what are their methods going to be now? I mean, we know a bit more about Horlock than Whitehall, of course. He keeps things simple. Yeah, I think, uh, and, th and that's pretty much what, what you've got to do. What I always used to say to my goalkeepers was to uh, just keep your eye on the penalty taker because uh, he, he will have a little look um, mm. and and kind of give it away. That's always not, not necessarily the case the higher up the leagues you go, obviously. But mm. uh, I think at grassroots, it's uh, it's definitely uh, a little tip. Uh, Charlie Orlock knows his way around a penalty shootout. He's, uh, he's been there before. Uh, like I say, we don't know much about George, uh, George Whitehall, but we're going to find we out very soon. We do know a lot, though, about Joe Ryder. Four penalties yes, he's do. scored of his nine goals in the league, and he's going to take the first one. Stu's listening in on his holiday. said, go for a 3-0 hit, you win in the shootout. That is optimistic. Yeah. That is optimistic. But, because uh, Joe Ryder stepping up first. So Hitchin are going to be chasing. They're going to be kicking second. Ryder up first. Can he give uh, Sydney it's the advantage? Charlie Horlock's jumping around, doing his best to put him off. I'll tell you what, Horlock, go to your left, boy. Oh, you're not going to call all of them, are you? Here's Ryder in his pink boots. Oh, he's oh, blasted he's it, it over, over the top of the stand. And that's just what Hitchin needed to start the penalty shootout. It just lifts the whole team. You can now set the target for Sydney as we can take the advantage. Well, I'll tell you what, we've got Kai Till walking down to the penalty spot. That's braver, the young man coming forward to take, take this one. Take the first one, though. Is that the easiest one? You know, I, the first one. I do have to say as well, when the ball went over, it did go over on the left-hand side. Yes. Right. 50-50, isn't it? Red or black. Kai Teal then, the youngster, he's had a really good game today and he's going to spot the ball down to take Hitchens' first penalty kick. So St. Uh, missing their first one. Straight Stu said that's middle, one. This. So 3-0 is still an option. Kai Teal to take. Straight down the middle. The Kai. young man, it's Teal. 
Oh, and it's, it's saved. saved. It's a very, very good save as well by George Whitehill. Guess right, dive to his left, had some distance to make up as well, and we remain at nil-nil after one penalty each. Gotta love it, and yeah, hey, the tension. No the more tension. predictions. You've ruined it now. That's your lucky chance gone. Is it? But yeah, <laughs> I've been sacked. Neo Richard Noel to both strikers <laughs> taking pens now. Noel scored from open play today. That was the equaliser. That's the reason why we're here. Till's getting a high five and a hug from Laurie Marsh. His teammates as well are all going to high five him. Of course, so that's a good thing. If you miss the first one, you're still going to you still got a chance of going through. But well, listen, it Till takes he's a confident man. It takes bottle to get up there and take the first penalty, Freddie. I can tell you that. His mate. Richard Knoll is going to be right-footed up against Charlie Horlock again. Oh, and Horlock oh. saved, but it's onto the post. Or is it? No, it's no, in. No, it's in. Oh, well, I thought it might have just bounced behind, but Horlock got a hand. It was in off the post. Very unlucky for him. But Richard Knoll puts them 1-0 up. Here he we go. in open play and now in the shootout. That's a sign of a quality striker, if you ever see one. Alex Brown, three penalties for him in the league this season. He's going to look goals. to make that another one. Yeah, so I think he doesn't he miss from these positions, but he hasn't had one in the penalty shootout yet. It's a different hasn't. ball game. It is, it is a different ball game, but he's, uh, he's our man at the moment. Mm. He's our man on the spot. So both sides in their huddles on the halfway line watching the shootouts take place. We've been here before in all forms of this game, this beautiful game that produces such incredible tension. A shot from 12 yards. It's just something so different to what it is on paper. Here's Alex Brown then. Can Hitchin get back into the game? Alex Brown, oh, oh what a penalty, no you don't them. ask for any better than that, <laughs> the goalkeeper keeper could be 8 foot tall with long arms, he's still not going to save it, the power is unbelievable from Alex Brown, that's one all, the sides are all square. Absolutely, so we've got uh, Shabani, yeah we have one of the subs, it's Julinho Gomez, oh is it Gomez to take coming this from, so okay. Hitchin then, pulling it back all square, and Gomez, so two of the subs are going to take it. And this is the Sintiets' third pen. They took first. Ryder missed, but then Richard Knoll scored. So Gomez now. Long run up on the line. There's the box. It's a quick run up. Oh, and he's missed, he's missed it. it. He's missed it. He's put it wide. Well, he just slotted it along the floor. It's a rapid run up, and he's completely scuffed the penalty. Oh, dear. And yeah, Charlie Orlock doesn't penalty. even bother celebrating because it was that it, bad. Well, he went the wrong way, didn't yeah. he, Orlock? So um, he wouldn't have kept it out. But, yeah, terrible penalty there from Gomez. He can be absolutely gutted with that one. Luke Brown missed a massive chance in this game earlier on. We could have been home and hosed at this point, but he's going to look to right his wrong <laughs> and score a penalty here. After his brother set the standard two, Luke had a big part in Ryan Smith's goal. He's having a kick it. He's having a keepy up, spotting the ball down, keepy yeah. up again, Why feeling not? the ball well. Just stamps out his mark on the turf. It's right at the front of the penalty spot. Luke Brown then, another right footer. They've only been right footers so far. Going up against Whitehall again. Here's Luke Brown. Oh, and it's saved, saved again. again. What's going on here? It's been an off day for Luke Brown in front of goal, but a good day for Whitehall. And after three penalties each, it's only one all. Yeah, I've been hitching again. As like I told you, you know, we, we might have uh, ability to save a penalty with Horlock, but we've also got the ability to, to miss a penalty. Um, that's why I was hoping that Little Green could take uh, could take all five of them, but uh, never mind. Never mind. Well, both of Hitchens have been saved. Uh, the two that have, like, haven't gone in have been saved. Cynthia has missed one of theirs, and Charlie Horlock saved the other. And well, feel it was skied, wasn't it? Yeah. One. Oh, yes, it was. So Charlie Horlock's not had much to do. That's he true. He nearly saved one. He got a good <laughs> hand to it, but yeah, it just sort of skimmed close. in off the post. Right, penalty here, and it's the Royston... Uh, sorry, not... Uh, Sydney at skipper Miles Cowling. I don't want to call them Royston. Miles Cowling. What a game he's had as well. 
Oh, there he's passing it over to all three have been missed. Charlie Horlock's enjoying that one with the Hitchin fans. What's going on? This young Sydney side and crumbling under pressure here. You've got to feel for Cowling. He's had a really good game in the middle of the park, captaining the side. It's a cruel thing, a penalty uh, kick out. It really is a penalty shoot. It's a really cruel thing. But uh, is, is, is somebody else that I think might be able to convert a penalty stepping forward now for Hitchin Town? It's Laurie Marsh. Well, we can know he can use both feet, but he's going to use his more comfortable right to take this one. Laurie Marsh, he can give Hitchin the lead here as well. With just one penalty left after this. Laurie Marsh against Whitehall. Oh, he's blasted it over too. It. What's going on? Laurie Marsh misses. What did We've only had two penalties scored from eight. He might, we might get three scored uh, between both teams, <laughs> but uh, Itchin ain't <laughs> scoring get three. That. We're going to be here all night at the moment. <laughs> but for Royston now... <laughs> for Royston, we don't know, but for, for St. Neers... Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, St. Neers. I'm crumbling under pressure as well. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> here is Joe Sutton. There you for go. For St. Neers, then. Sutton... To take, and if he scores, Hitchin have to score all they're out of the Southern League Cup at the first time of asking. Joe Sutton run up dead straight on the edge of the box. Oh, what a pen. He slotted it down. Keep him low. Keep him along the ground. And the pressure is all back on Hitchin after five pens for the Saints. That's a score. Joe Sutton. Great pen. That's how you do it. And so here we go. Lewis Barker, of all people, well, he's come he's close a, a couple <laughs> times. He is due a goal. If he can keep hitching in here, he will be loved by the Canaries fans. And he's shooting in front of the Hitchin fans as well, so no one's putting him off. They all are behind him up there, unless some Syndicates fans have snuck up there to put him off. So Lewis Barker to keep hitching in the competition here at the Premier Plus Stadium. Come on, Lewis. Barker. And he yes. scores! He keeps itching in it. This game is still alive. It's going to the wire. Lewis Barker, only one of two scorers for the Canaries. And we continue. Well, now we're down to people who don't really want to take a penalty. And the first one walking over is, is Harvey Steele, who's also had a good game down this right-hand side uh, as he got the calmness of, of a defender to slot it away. Steele then, the right-back for the Saints and from now on it is sudden death isn't it you miss I score it's You're as simple out. as that steel nerves of steel take nerves of steel has he got nerves of steel Harvey Steele yes nerves of steel you bet what a penalty into the bottom corner and the onus is back on Hitchin once again lovely from steel yeah good good well taken penalty and uh, here comes Josh Coldicott Stevens now mm. taking that slow walk little lack of strikers here lack of those attacking players we haven't seen Rio de Silva yet you don't see many strikers jog down yeah. do you to take it I'd love to see that Coldicott Stevens is I mean for me I'm sprinting down there I yeah, don't want I think the I walk would. at all yeah. no, I don't want the walk yeah I'm going to jog down there, put the ball Stevens down and bang it. it the goalkeeper I mean it, it gives the goalie more time to think as well he's standing on the six yard box at the moment so once again we're in the same situation must score to stay in the game. It's Cody Cut Stevens, so another right footer in the shootout. There's a real absence of the lefties here. Go on, Josh. Cody Cut Stevens to take then. Once again, it's titled with keeping Hitchin 
in this cup tie. Cody Cut Stevens. Oh, That'll lovely penalty again. Where Great has this goal. been? We've had to wait five or six pens for it, but Hitchin finding the back of the net with ease now. Yeah, and it and it's the riffraff for the ones that don't want to take it that are, that are scoring <laughs> the goals. It's incredible, <laughs> isn't it? Well, it's almost <laughs> the same in the Euros on a few occasions, wasn't it? Thinking yeah. back to there. It Here's was. Marfo then who had a really good game from centre-back, and you can carry that momentum, that confidence into the shootout. It's an alien thing for many players, but yeah. is going to try his best. He scored once this season, but Tanoi is not confident, so Charlie Hullock can take that as a positive sign. But Marfo drying the ball in his shirt. He spots it down, and once again, you score, then Hitchin have to score. Marford with a fairly sideways run-up. It's short, only a couple of steps. He Here will he step, takes a little stutter. Oh, and places it in. That's beautiful again. <laughs> Win for Marfo. The confidence of some of these youngsters. And now it's going to be Rio da Silva. So once again, keep hitching in the penalty shootout. We've oh had uh, seven penalties now for the Saints. Uh, and they have scored uh, four of them. So looking for a little bit better reading. Hitching, taking oh. the seventh now. Rio da Silva. Johnson, Rio, Rio from behind the goal. Spurring him on. And then there's a just this air of silence as he walks up. <laughs> Certainly is. He's out of his head. Come on, Rio. I think Eddie Riley's listening in as well with anticipation. The radios are turned up to full at the moment. Everyone's huddled around them. It's a short run up for Rio yeah. De Silva. De Silva then keeps hitching alive. No, no he doesn't. He's he doesn't. missed it. And Sinneas will run forward to celebrate. Football is a cruel, cruel game. It's been a cruel, cruel game for many games for hitching. And it's a cruel, cruel game for all the wrong people. Rio de Silva has blasted it over again, but the hitching faults in this shootout span further than that. There have been some dreadful penalties going over the bars, easy saves, I mean, from both sides. But Sinniots, yep. they had the nerves when they needed it. Hitching didn't step up, and Sinniots will progress. Hitching knocked out. Yeah, well, um, there's not really a lot you can say. Cruel way to go out there by a penalty shootout. But um, all all fair play to St. Neots Town there. They fought back well. They got themselves back into the game and they've come through uh, and, won, and won a penalty shootout that started off a little bit dreary, uh, a bit like the match, really. And, uh, and then sort of bursting into a lot of life, Hitchin actually managing to get three people to score from the spot, which might even be a new record. Um, but, uh, yeah, all credit goes to St. Neots Town. They progress forward and uh, Hitchin get to concentrate on the league. Well, football can just kick you down when you need it the most. We say concentrate on the league. There's so many cup competitions and we say concentrate on the league after going out of the FA Cup and it's not happened. And you need these sort of results. If you get a one on penalties today, who knows how the season could have panned out. But Hitchin will have to pick themselves up. Go again. Look at the positives. It's a tough couple of games against Hensford and Barwell, but yeah. that'll hurt them. Yeah, they're not going to, obviously, they're not going to be very happy. The fans aren't happy. I'm not happy. You're not happy. The only people that are happy at the moment are those in blue checks. And, uh, and, and rightfully so. You know, they've, 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 uh, it's not exactly a giant killing, but they've certainly uh, they've sort of beaten a team in a higher league than they are. Uh, and they're, they're having a great season so far. So uh, all the best to St. Neots going forward. And uh, Hitchin now, we really just need to sort of gather ourselves and prepare for the, uh, for the, for the Saturday, really. Well, Hitchin went ahead through Ryan Smith. It was a nice left with the strike in the 70th minute. Eight minutes later, a lapse in concentration at the back once again. How many times are we going to have to say that <laughs> uh, as Richard Knoll could go through and score after Sydney has rammed the crossbar? And from there, they did enough to stay in the game. Hitchin and Luke Brown missed some key chances. And when it really mattered, Sydney has came up trumps in the penalty shootout. 
We've got to say a big thank you to them for their hospitality. Always enjoy uh, visiting the Premier Plus Stadium. A nice Absolutely. little train journey. And, and we've been treated to a really good exhibition of football. You, you can't not like a penalty shootout at the end of the day, whichever way it, it goes. I mean, it's a cruel way to go through, but it was a great it was a great second half, definitely. The first half, a little bit of sniffing each other out. Um, and and the, the second half, it sort of come alive. We thought we'd uh, we thought we'd gone gone through there with that uh, with that goal, but as you say, you know, you've got to you've got to remain switched on, and uh, and that little momentary lapse, and they've got them bitter, two powerful strikers up front there, and uh, it was always going to be uh, a goal for one of those if you give them that much space. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Here we go. What can we say, man? Very sad. Itchin is still in the. Uh, I mean, St. Neots have, have gone back to the dressing room now to crack open the bottles of uh, <laughs> of champagne. But Hitchin is still in the centre circle. Jubilation then for St. Neots and those ones hurts on penalty shootouts. You're one 0 up as well. You got to forget Hitchin threw that lead away. Uh, but for Sydney, it's well-deserved to them. They hang on in the game. It's a young, inexperienced side. And when you've got to step up with penalties, you know, some of these people would have never been involved in a penalty shootout in their lives. And they just had a bit more than Hitchin in the end. And so that, you have to congratulate them. Hitchin out of the Southern League Cup. We'd like to thank you for listening to HTFC Radio tonight. I know you'd have loved that penalty shootout, but just didn't go the way of the Canaries in the end. We'll see you on Monday as Colville visit Topfield. Keep the faith. Have a good rest of the day. Come on, boys.